I'll pull hey, my what is here. up? Welcome to the Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast. Wait, did you talk over me? Did we talk this yeah, time? again? <laughs> I thought we did, and I wasn't hundred percent sure because I was talking. Yeah, it is. the delay. The delay. Hey, what is up? Welcome to the Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast. I am Funky Sam Medina, and I'm here with comedian Pratik Srivastava. What's going on, wrestling fans? Uh, I'm back on the West Coast, uh, but happy to be giving you guys what you need, which is uh, wrestling news and your wrestling fix. Uh, and also, I'm I'm wearing a hood because I'm very cold. So you are wearing a hood. I was gonna say, is that like a cute sweater? Is like like a Pokemon hood or something? Oh, it's a, it's, it's one of those like uh, gaming sweaters that has like, it looks like it has like little ears that come out like, Hey, but uh, in my nice. case, there's no ears. Uh, just, just I thought that was going to be, I thought it was going to be that. And we're also here with Rockstar out of Florida. Xavier <gasps> John, John, John. <laughs> what the fuck is up everybody? Hello world. It's good to be here. What is up gentlemen? How's it going? Doing good. Good. good, good. Yeah. Life is we good. A, uh, we live in a different world than last time we talked to each other. <laughs> you got cars getting broken into, championship belts getting stolen. <laughs> Razzle dazzle pay per view. Yeah, it's been a quite uh, quite an interesting week. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Welcome to San Francisco, Wardlow. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Jeez, guy. I guess a, we'll talk about that. I guess, but I guess it's a spoiler at this point. I just realized. Yeah. That's yeah. like, an ultra spoiler because that's like been... the only news. That's like the only news that's happened this week in wrestling. <laughs> Vince, McMahon, Vince McMahon was backstage at Raw. You guys want to talk about that? He had a mustache. Yeah, he has a mustache now. Um, maybe he's a porn star. We don't know. He know we know he fucked porn stars for for sure. But um, yeah. yeah, I think he was backstage because uh, correct me if I'm wrong. John Cena was there on Monday, and you know, you know that makes sense because yeah. like. Vince is probably John Cena's like main guy, like his producer guy, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. He probably requires Vince to be there. Yeah, mustache Mac. Fury versus Cena, which that's like Vince's guys, like Vince guy one versus Vince guy two. Yeah, that's Vince McMahon's wet dream match at WrestleMania, <laughs> right? <laughs> which yeah. makes sense. Look at this: Austin Theory versus uh, John Cena, Omos versus Brock Lesnar. Who's booking this show? Who's booking this show? This is a mustache new Triple H. Mac. <laughs> it's not Triple mustache H. Mac. <laughs> it's, it's like a new persona, you know. It's like not Vince; he's Vinny now with that. Mustache. Yeah, like, what? Back. What? what? He just it'll... lives in that world, man. Where it, it'll blow over, pal. Like it'll just give it some time. Pal. They're there for mania. They're not there for the matches. Well, right. you know, <laughs> we're we're here. I feel like we're I there. will say the almost Lesnar thing. It kind of makes sense because you, literally, there's like what three weeks less than three weeks left. You could yeah. not build Gunther and Lesnar in this amount of time. You could, and you do should, a, and you should, you should, you could, but you should. So I do it's, think that this is going to be a match where you're going to see Lesnar just toss almost around like a rag, almost around like a ragdoll. It's going to be, it's going to be a squash, and I'd rather. I don't know. I don't know. I disagree with you because a lot of people are saying that Lesnar is basically saying his goodbyes. And that he's going to finish up at WrestleMania, and Omos is the future, you know. Interesting. Um, so interesting. I feel yeah. like Omos is going to maybe get the win. Even part of me thinks like SummerSlam should be Lesnar's goodbye because that's kind of when he came back in 2012 with SummerSlam, and he's always been like, you know, he was kind of like Mister SummerSlam for a while. Like, yeah, he headlined like eight SummerSlams or something. So yeah, that me, that classic SummerSlam match with CM Punk. Yes, that was oh, that's still one of my favorite. Like of his that was match. that was an incredible match. Um, The Rock, he beat the he he squashed the Rock. That was his that oh, when he first when he, yeah when he was a baby. That was SummerSlam that too. 01. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two, uh, 2002. SummerSlam yeah. 2002. Um, oh, yeah. Know. I went to 01. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah. I think, I think so. That was the Invasion one, right? The Booker T Rock. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Austin RVD Angle. versus Jeff Hardy for the hardcore title, baby. Damn. That's a that really a good match. match. Yeah. All their matches were good. That Vengeance match was sick. Or no. What am I thinking? Invasion? No. Oh, Invasion. When they had that, where RVD did a, uh, uh, I, that thing where he kicks him. What's it called? I can't remember what it's called now. That's like one of my favorite moves where he throws a chair and then he kicks him. Oh, the Van Daminator. Van Daminator. Yeah, Van yeah, Daminator. yeah. He did the Van Daminator and Jeff Hardy fell into that little, uh, that little hole area. The little pit. That yeah. Was like, that was, that was classic. That was, sick. that was great, dude. Yeah. I love that. I love that a lot. Yeah. People can shit on the invasion. There were, there were a lot of good moments during the invasion. There was a lot of good moments. I mean, as a whole, it was a big pile of shit, but there was a lot of good moments. Yeah, there were some things you can pick and choose. Kurt Angle oh, with Shane McMahon. That was a Mike great Awesome was the first one. Was... Mike Awesome won the hardcore title. That was that was really cool when he came in. Yeah. I forgot who he, he did. He powerbombed somebody on a ladder backstage and just got the hardcore title and bounced. <laughs> Fucking Mike Awesome. Like wreck Alfred everybody and somebody. leave. <laughs> the original wreck everyone and leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, nobody did it better. Anyways, uh, so what I want to happen between Almas and Brock is for Stone Cold to become the referee and just stun them both. There you go. <laughs> Stone Cold yeah. stunning uh, Omos would be a sight to see. I I would enjoy that. I would enjoy that, that cool. too. Yeah. Shades of uh, WrestleMania twenty. Oh, for sure. Oh my god. Yeah. That what is this? Thirty nine. This is thirty nine. Yeah. Um, wow. So my friend at Sports Kita, Kevin Kellum, he just did a live stream uh, for all the listeners, and he's saying the rumored there might be a rumored uh, Legends match at forty that might be. Stone Cold versus The Rock. They're basically if if they don't do Stone Cold versus The Rock at forty, they want both of them at least involved in some angle. Yeah, I would rather see them being involved separately, just because I feel like they both can't really like go like they used to. No, I would not want to see both of them singles. Maybe you do a tag, oh, like a six man, a six man, or they're like the captain or something. Austin and and Rock versus Damage Control. Yeah, they each. Bailey gets the uh, Bailey to Bailey on both of them. <laughs> um, I'd like to see both of them involved in something. You know, usually I would, I would elevate somebody. You know, work with the younger talent. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cool. I would love to. See I also that. think Rock could face Roman if if they still want to do this Roman Rock encounter angle match. Do it also at Survivor Series. That's when Rock debuted. You know, there's something to. You know, Rock going out on his back on a Survivor Series too. They should reenact that match too. Get Goldust and Savio Vega. Oh yeah, <laughs> Goldust. Uh, uh, yeah, Goldust. Uh, you know, call up. Oh yeah, he's in a tag team now. We can't get him. He's naturally uh, Dustin or whatever. Naturally, naturally <laughs> Dustin. Keith, Keith Lee with the uh, with the cape. I, I'm oh, not, I'm, that was so weird. It's it's a little uh you know everybody's shitting on his gray hair but I'm more it's the cape it's just a it's just a complete different look for what I'm used to it's such a jarring transition you know but yeah um, it's very it's very bearcat esque yes very be- <laughs> I'll take I'll take this <laughs> is called um, cat bear or something cat bear, cat bear. <laughs> yeah but that that little cape thing was that was weird but hopefully uh I haven't I wanted to watch that it was rampage I didn't watch it um. I think I just watched the first match, but like, hopefully, he just takes it off, and then at that point, he's just him again. 
Yeah. <laughs> or or he turns on, you know, go maybe that's what they're they're gonna tag and then they're gonna, you know, turn on each other. Maybe that's you know I sure hope not because he just got turned on recently. Oh, that's true too. Yeah, he just got over the whole thing with Swerve. Yeah, does he really want to lose another partner right away? Just, we're hot shotting titles and hot shotting partnerships, you know, at, at AEW. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> You Back guys, we forth. had a pay-per-view this week. It Yay. was in San Francisco, California. Your home, your backyard. Yeah, my right. Yeah, my backyard. My backyard's an entire uh, area, entire city. <laughs> <It's> an <arena. laughs> the whole thing. I wish that was my backyard. Uh, all, all the venues would be right behind my house. <laughs> Sounds like an an open mic in my backyard. I'll be there in the treehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. It was cool though, because like they, you know, we talked about last week where they were at the Cow Palace, and this time they're at the Chase Center. It's funny because I, I, you know, I'm in San Francisco area. Um, I was telling my friend that they, oh yeah, they're in Cow Palace you know, for Dynamite. He's like, where are they now? And my answer to him was, I don't know, wherever the Warriors play. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, oh, Chase Center. Oh, that yeah, that that sounds right. Ah, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm super excited about that. Uh, did you guys watch a pre-show? Yes. Oh, sweet! I made, I made it a point to watch the uh, pre-show. It was, was that the one with um? I didn't watch it, but it was with Mark Briscoe and uh, yep, yeah, and Mark Lucha Briscoe Brothers. and the Lucha, Lucha Brothers. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're taking on the uh, the varsity athletes and Ari Davari. Yeah, quick match, twelve minutes fifty seconds. It was still you know you had the countdown on the corner. Um, meat was grilling. You know, beers were being drunk. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, we, we got started early. The final here. grill match where you got to slam your opponent <laughs> into the grill. Good <laughs> go. Yeah, it was a, it was a good match. I, I feel like, uh, you know, having Mark Briscoe on is it's just almost like heartwarming and it's just good. You know, it's good to have him on there. Um, could care less about the Bar City people. But I, I feel like uh, this know. match is kind of below. Uh, the Lucha guys, the Lucha Bros. Yeah, it was a pre. It was a pre-show match. I kind of, I kind of, I mean, just because the opponents had that mindset, huh? Just because the opponents. Yeah, exactly. Like it was really throwaway, but it was cool seeing them. You know, do their thing, get their shit in, and and get out. You know, and then RJ City was out there doing his thing, like interviewing people in the pre-show, and it was good. Yeah, he is. Is he, he's a former wrestler, right? Current yes, former. He is. Yes, we we paid him uh, leveled paid him to do a cameo for our record, and it was like twenty bucks. And he's wow. the sweetest guy. He still follow us, like follows us, likes our shit, wow. watches our stories, like super nice guy. Um, but yeah, he was a. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't think he's wrestling anymore. I don't know if it's. I'm not like uh, speculating, but is he yeah. more backstage? Maybe so. That's, maybe that's what yeah. Well, I mean, he he interviews on on AEW, but okay. they've had a lot of people like interviewing coming in and out. Like I was watching the first Dynamite, and they had Chris Van Vliet or whatever his name is. Yeah, didn't oh, yeah. he? Yeah, did they have him burgling or something? He did something, right? Yeah, he was. Well, he's a big famous podcaster, but yeah, he, he did no, no, he, yeah, he's the an interview for AEW. Yeah, before they got you know before they got Renee. How was he as a backstage interview? Somebody said he didn't. I, I thought I read somewhere that he wasn't particularly that good as a. Backstage. I mean, he's okay. He's got good energy. That's that's you know yeah. all you really need to have a, to interview people. But he's tall, you know. Tall. And AEW wow. guys are not tall. Yeah, you don't want to be too tall. Yeah. You don't want the interviewer to tower over. Yeah, you know. No, they make you spread your legs. Who is the tall guy? Tom Holland? No. What the fuck was oh, his name? Oh, Tom Phillips. 
Yeah, um, Tom Phillips. They made him like spread his legs a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was really, I was really not offended, but like annoyed when uh, Renee was interviewing Triple H one time, and at the yeah. end of the interview, he goes, "How come you don't have any shoes on?" And the camera pans down to her feet, and she was barefoot. <laughs> That's funny. You probably made her take her shoes off before the interview, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then just put her on the spot. That seems like something like like a good like rib, you know. So take your fucking shoes off before I beat your ass. Yeah. And then John Box is walking by going, what do you say to my wife? <laughs> he does his little, I got to come for you. Now. <laughs> Why is he bleeding that, already? He's, he's bleeding. He's ble- <laughs> he wakes up bleeding, that guy. <laughs> Stretches in the morning, just blood. Ugh. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, listening to a podcast with him a long time ago. And uh, apparently he sleeps in his jeans more times than not. And his boots. <laughs> I, I believe <laughs> crazy. it. Yeah, because I, I guess, to... you know, he's the kind of person where he's got to get up in the middle of the night and go. He's already dressed. <laughs> I got to go, babe. Heck, babe. I got to go. <laughs> he, leaves, I he leaves his house and he's having Wild Thing play as he's, like, going out <laughs> to take out the trash. I, mean, I was picturing, like, like, a fire, right, or something crazy, an evacuation. Yeah. And he gets up and Renee's like, I got to get dressed. He's like, well, I'll meet you on the other side then. I'll see you later. Yeah. I'm, I'm already going to be gone. <laughs> I'll be in you the car. Get, dressed, get the kid dressed. I'm ready to go. So I'm out. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine. I've slept in jeans like on tour by like default, but it's right. every time. So if I, you I have, if you're in a situation where you kind of have to, yeah. Yeah. You're just fucked and you're sleeping in a van with 13 other dudes. So you're just going to. And at that point, be... the jeans are the least of your problem. The jeans are, yeah, that's the least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more Especially if you're in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Hell yeah. Fuck that indeed. I, I don't really I don't really fall asleep in jeans because I take my pants off as soon as I come home. So, you know. Yeah, right. Really I'm in, I'm in sweats as soon as the, you know. It's, yeah, I, I yeah. I don't really wear pants unless I have to go somewhere. Uh yeah. which is cool because I work from home so I can just chill in my you know, sweats or whatever. Hell yeah. Pants-free days, baby. Living that pants-free life. Hey, so the first match was absolute Ricky Starks taking on the Ocho Chris Jericho in a the match Ocho. where the Jericho Appreciation Society is banned from ringside. Of course, Ooh. they made they made their presence known. Nobody yeah. didn't turn. We, we expected like somebody to maybe turn. It didn't matter. There's no rules. Rules don't matter. Let me tell you how, how good this match was, you guys. Later on, the next match is the Christian Cage and Jungle Boy match. My friend texted me during that match, or when it was ending, he's like, hey, how long was this match? He's, he just started watching. He's like, how long has this match been on? I go, well, this is the first match, so like 40 minutes, bro. Because I for- completely forgot Jericho and Ricky Starks even existed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a, yeah, I don't, I don't honestly recall. I remember Sammy Guevara interfering, and yeah, I wasn't super invested in the match. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't great. And I'm kind of, I don't know, like Ricky Starks, is, they're, they're making him hot, but I'm not convinced. I, I feel like when it's forced, it doesn't work. But like when Starks gets over with like the crowd or whatever, I just feel like now they're trying to like rub sticks together to make fire. You know what I mean? Like he got over before on his own and now they're like trying to like, I don't know. That makes sense though. That makes sense. That makes sense. Like, yeah, they're trying to recreate what he did on his own, but they're trying to recreate it. Yeah, and with- it does feel it doesn't feel as organic. Um, but the problem is like, what do you do with him if you know there's no title picture? Like, do you, do you keep him away from title? You give him feud. So to me, this was like it made sense to go from you know you're going to go from losing to MJF for the title. 
how do you keep him relevant? You need yeah. like a big win. So which makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. On paper, on paper, yeah. And and he's yeah. facing Jericho, living legend, you know, propelling Ricky. First I get ever it. AEW champion. Yeah, yeah, you know, it comes with all that. It's a good. It, it felt like a moment, but you're right. The crowd, it, it, the, the match had its moments here and there, but I felt like the crowd wasn't super invested, which is unfortunate because it was like the leadoff match. You know, yeah. you would think you'd want like a big bit. Maybe they should have had the three trios match first or something. You know, oof, I don't know. Follow that. Jeez. Oh, so uh, Guevara came out, but actually Andretti came out to to stop him. Exactly. So it's like they were banned, but Sammy still, you know, still came out, what, yeah. what is So what is, is there a punishment for the banning? Like, should they have called the match? It's just kind of go sweet. to HR training. <laughs> it was like, a, it was like a gentleman's stipulation, you know, I guess, but like when MJF says he won't use the ring and all he ever does is use the ring. All he does is use the ring. <laughs> yeah. And what was the wink? Like, didn't Ricky start set up the, like the wink after the contract signing? Like what? I don't know. Was there a story told? Maybe I wasn't paying attention. I don't. I don't. Know. I don't think I don't so. Know. Yeah, it wasn't a big investment in the story. Um, I kept thinking that like, oh, the first it was everybody's band, then they changed it to Jericho Society's band in the title card for the match. So party music. Oh, there's going to be someone who's not in the Jericho Society coming in. There were rumors of Jericho being or like a new like a new member or something. Like a new member. A lot of rumors are saying Paul White Big Show was going to and then they're going to reignite. Uh, Jericho, show, which I mean, I would not be necessarily against them tagging. You know, it gives Jericho just something different to do. You know, but I don't know if I want to see that necessarily. I just, but I do think Jericho needs something else to do. Or maybe I Jericho see uh, like yeah. Paul White getting involved, and then like Ricky Starks on Dynamite be like, Jericho, you said blah blah blah. Nobody from JAS would get involved, and Jericho's like, Hey, he's not a member of JAS. Oh, you want to join JAS? You know. Like- <laughs> He's not a member yet. Yeah, exactly, right? He's not a member yet, but his contract's right here. Right here. here. When Wardlow Wardlow didn't work for AEW, he worked for MJF. (laughs) Yeah. Which which is cool for the first few months. Yeah, it was first. And what was the one, the Wardlow match? Wardlow versus 40,000 security members. Oh, yeah. He was powerbombing all of them. (laughs) Every regional competitor, local independent extra in a black outfit. (laughs) He's had a rough week and a rough uh, road. So Tony Khan's like, hey, any wrestlers that want a beer, inbox me. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about you, Wardlow. Wardlow. In the next match, we saw uh, last burial match. It was Jungle Boy Jack Perry. They're using his name now, Jack Perry uh, Jack versus Perry. Christian Cage. This um, was a pretty good match. It was a good match. I just I don't know. Going into the title of it, final burial. I'm like, final okay, burial. is it a burial match? And then it was clearly like a coffin match, which element with elements of a, of a like a like a you know like a buried, buried alive, alive match. match. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I, right. I felt like the match premise was kind of laughable, but the match itself was was fine. Maybe yeah. maybe this should open the show. You know, crowd seemed a little more invested in this, uh, which is good because poor Jack Perry. I felt like he needed a big win. You know, he was just kind oh, of oh yeah. You know, We've been saying that like for three pay per views or something. Now. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He goes over heavy, and it's like, all right, this is the one. You know, yeah, like that 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 steel cage match with Luchasaur- Luchasaurus or something. Yeah, was that full oh, that gear? Was yeah. And we yeah, were like, he, he needs it. it, he needs it, he still didn't get it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if they really want to see a last burial, they should watch John Cena's promo with Austin Theory. Nah. Spicy. That was a burial. Spicy. No, the way the way he said, 
no. <laughs> like, just <laughs> no. No. I was, you know, I really was hoping he would say no thank you just because he's polite. <laughs> he's a polite guy. No he thank you. No I don't, I don't you, accept your, I don't accept your challenge. No thank you. He's a It'll be, it's like, you're not I was saying this to somebody else, but I think the John Cena, I don't think it's entirely like we think it's going to be Austin and Cena. I think there's going to be some swerve or well, something. Well, they already made the, they already made the card, the match card. I don't yeah, know. The little Things picture, you know, the little picture, the template. Oh, yeah. Once they make that picture, that nothing ever changes once they make yeah. those pictures, as we know. Card is not subject <laughs> to change after card subject. Always believe that. Card is always. He's going to turn heel. It already said copyright at the bottom of the screen. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> I love the line, though, where he said, I'd rather be bald than have them pipe in music because nobody cares about me. That was a vicious was, line. Oh. Look on his face, too. Theory was just. Shook. I wonder how much theory Whoa. knew that was going to be said, and I wonder just how much John Cena just went in for the. Because you know Cena regular. goes off the top of the dome, and he can and he can get away with it. Because yeah, you know, he did. He went to Roman. Hey, do you guys remember his promo to Roman? Roman was like Roman was not doing well, and then John Cena said, "It's called a promo, kid. Learn how to do it." Or something like that. I forgot. What You're going to be the big dog. You're going to learn how to find it. You go ahead and find it. Yeah, that. You're talking about the No Mercy buildup of yeah. 2017. Uh, I got to go back and watch that promo too. It's a it's a great promo. Um, and then I guess Logan. Also, I love. Our, I'm sure our AEW fans listening to this are like, wait, they're switching to WWE now. Get the <laughs> fuck. Like, it's gonna sprinkle in because they're not. Someone's uh, gonna like be, they have their other laptop in the air. Yeah, <laughs> god damn it, these fucking guys. Fuck. And when people when people destroy the TVs after like. Games. Super Bowls, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They just punch their screen. Oh, no, I don't want to hear about that. <laughs> there was some oh, Philly, shit. like Super Bowl Philly fan, where he just he threw his t- he threw his drink at the TV. Then he just starts punching the TV. He just, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, is this? I want to make sure. I hope this is your TV and not some other random person. Like he's, he's at, at somebody's house. house. Man, it's okay. It's okay. He's like, fuck, it's okay. He's just punching the guy too. I'm like, this is this is violent. Um. Those those weren't uh, work punches. Those were shoot punches <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Brown liquor, dude. I'm, 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 It'll do it. Yeah, brown um, liquor yeah. probably thousand dollars on DraftKings. <laughs> uh-huh. That too. There's that fury. You know, you're pissed. They're legalizing alcohol betting. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. But yeah, uh, I mean, decent match. You know, to to wrap up on this match, a uh, decent match had shades of. Shades of Attitude Era a little bit. You know, I like I like their outfits, too. You know, Jungle Boy's like the, uh, you know, every man with the jeans. Christian's got the black on it. You know? Oh, my gosh. Christian had a sleeveless turtleneck. Yes. I liked yeah. it. For what this was, it worked, you know. That guy's crazy. Don't uh, wear that Jungle every- Boy got the win. I forget what happened. Didn't something happen and then Jungle Boy just snapped? Um, Something. Clearly, this was a memorable uh, pay per view, everybody. We're having trouble. It was great. It was great. I mean, it was great. The next match, the the pay per view was good. I think the next match might have been match of the night. I mean, people talk about that Iron Man match, but this trio's title match was insane. And I did not expect the title change. I did not expect the title change. The House of Black defeats the Elite. Mm -hmm. The All Elite, Triple, Trios, whatever the fuck, Karen title. 
Trio's wonderful titles. match. Definitely match. And I, you're right. I, I, part of me was like, oh, we should have opened with this, but you're right. You start with that, then fuck. You're you're leading to, you know, it's going to lead to a lead balloon for the next few matches. But, uh, you know, great way to pick up the energy in the pay-per-view. I think the crowd was really hyped after this match. Again, we did not think this was going to happen. We were all like, oh, House of Black, they got the, they got the, they put one over on them on Dynamite, so they're going to lose somehow. But nope, just, you know, all the way through, um, really good moments with, uh, with the, like the, the moment with the, uh, um, Malachi and, uh, and Kenny Omega kind of, yeah, yeah, just, it was great. It Um, was. And you know what? Like, I thought because the Elite just won the titles back that they weren't going to lose them for a while. Damn. So it's good because it kept us on our toes. And yeah, he was guessing. Yeah, it was a really, it was a really good match. Though if the I match is good, I don't really think about hot shotting titles too much. If you know, if, if it means something, you know, exactly. it makes, yeah. And the, they needed a win. I felt like poor, pretty much since Malachi got in, you know, yeah, he, he lost. He, I think his first loss was to Cody, and that's when the crowd really started turning on Cody. Uh, but yeah, he really needed because he's not won a title in AEW, if I'm not mistaken, right? They've they've kind of just been, you know going through they'll they'll get some wins on people but no real title so i think this is exactly what they needed right now yeah yeah i i I would have you know preferred him to go over i think we talked about this a few episodes ago in the uh all atlantic uh tournament you know i was like oh malachi should have won but you know pack was a a good winner and it's that segue into this era you know of house of black with the trios it was a very like high intensity, like almost PWG styled, like yeah, high spot it really was high spot after high spot. But the audience was invested from start to finish. Defense. That was my takeaway. I was blown away by every like, and they were like segments, you know, of like I don't want to call them combos. I guess spots, right? Where it's like boom, spot here, spot here. Especially if you compare to PWG, yeah, right, dude. But you know, at this pay per view, the crowd responded to every spot like super invested even the beginning there was like this is awesome chance um my favorite match of the pay-per-view honestly i think mine too mad props in san francisco yeah dude shout out to that and, and their Julie Parker getting the v-trigger like just yes. storytelling yeah. like it and you wanted to see her get that v-trigger you know what i mean like and i love julie hart don't get me wrong yeah uh, it, it, just, it made sense for the story no, yeah again, it like, did Raising tension, drama, you know, that's what that's oh, it's it not always about the flips, but it's about the drama. But also when you have Bucks and Omega, you use those flips, you use that aerial for the right reason. So no, I was very happy with this match. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm torn but, between that and the main event, but yeah, no, it's definitely up there for me. Yeah. yeah. And then like like you said, Xavier, PWG style. I feel like a lot of AEW's PW style, and that's what I love about it so much, because mm-hmm. I love PWG. Like we used to watch it so much. And I feel like uh, so good. it's PWG on like a, on a higher level. PWG with money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Essentially, it's, <laughs> it's, PWG it's with the, the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like, That's why they hired Xavier, Xavier. That's why they hired Excalibur. They're like, hey, uh, we're gonna steal your idea, but we're gonna pay you. So, yeah, you'll you'll be on the payroll. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna steal your idea, but you're gonna be paid. So you can't complain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're we still had going. The, uh, AEW Women's World Championship Triple Threat Match. Jamie Hayter defeated Ruby Soho and Soraya. I'm surprised that Jamie Hayter won, but I think I think you both I think you both said she was going to win. Yes, I think she was going to. I felt like she was going to win. Um, yeah, you know, uh, 
short shorter match you know it felt it didn't feel like a drag you know it was yeah well, yeah, this it was, match was definitely and, about after the match yeah you had yeah. to yeah you had to get that that moment with you know ruby turning and right. or picking a side right picking a she side picked a side finally <laughs> it's like why don't you have to pick a side i i would much rather see ruby just be kind of like a like a loner <laughs> yeah just go and be a runaway like, Fuck everybody i'm just gonna fight you all yeah it's uh and it gives her more people to work with if you fight everybody you know that's true yeah Yeah. it was it was a pretty good women's match i guess for the most part it's just isn't right you know i mean what am i you know i'm not gonna do anything but like i just like she's not doing what she what she used to do you know yeah i don't know i was just focused on uh jamie hater ripping it she's just great like overall i i just can't get over you know, she's good in the ring, her swagger. She, I feel like she's really just coming to her own as far as like this version of herself, if that makes sense. No, it's uh, true. I agree too. So I'm, I'm all like, in. I don't even think I've heard her voice before she won the title. That too. <laughs> which, which is probably good, right? Yeah. I mean, the mystery. I was um, like, holy shit, she has an accent? <laughs> oh, yeah. She's British as hell, man. Yeah, she's great. She, she, her, I don't know. She's just believable. She's hard hitting. She's she's fucking great in the ring, you know, and it's just good. I like it. I'm happy. So yeah, Soraya, whatever. Jamie Hader, we love you. And and I guarantee, yeah. if uh, Britt and Jamie didn't turn babyface, uh, that Jamie wouldn't have such a good title run. You know, if she was still a heel. Uh, right. That's a good. That's a good point. Thing, bro. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow. Yeah, and that was almost like. I was super late to the party realizing that like there was like a face turn for that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Until happened, you know. Yeah, I didn't so, even know. I realized it when, when uh Saray and Tony were being mean and then Brent would come out and be like, What the hell are you doing? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't, oh, dude. she's a baby face now. Yeah. Super, super baby. Baby yeah. face Brit. Baby face Brit. Oh, so after the match, uh Ruby Soho was celebrating with Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker, and then she laid Jamie Hayter out, and Soraya gave her one of those. It's so funny those spray cans they have. They look like those little those little punky colors that you spray in your hair. They look just like so. They're so little the cans, like little silly string or like the yeah. the yeah, shit like you write on your car. Can. Yeah, what's, what's that little thing you write on your car with? A little fucking oh yeah, that's what it is. I, I bet it is. That was like did you wash it right off? <laughs> It's the worst. It's oh, it's just the worst. I mean, we mentioned RJ City earlier. Did you guys see on the pre-show uh, where Tony Storm spray painted RJ City? I missed that. Yeah, no, missed so that he was interviewing <laughs> Tony Storm, and he goes, he goes, Tony Storm, what is your Soraya's uh, strategy for tonight? And she's like, Why am I telling you my strategy, you idiot? You know, whatever. And yeah, then they're talking. And he asked her about the, the spray paint, and then she pulls out spray paint, and it was, that's when I saw the can. It was like a little, like like a hair, like a hair thing. And he was like, oh, don't spray paint me. I have a brand new jacket on. And she's like, oh, I think I will. Spray painted him. Watch out terrible. there with that spray paint. It was terrible. And then uh, they stack up these two girls and they spray paint them both. Good time. The worst. Good time. The worst. I wondered, though, if they're aligning Ruby with Soraya, just because Soraya because of that. Like, you know, Soraya can't really work, like, you know, one-on-one too much right now. Needs to play it safe. Has to kind of be in tags and trios, so maybe that's what they're trying to do. You know? Yeah, I can see that because she's multi person, more of a side person you know. on the outside. Yeah. Also, uh, I, I think it was on. I think it was Dynamite. Excalibur referred to them as the outsiders. The three of them. 
Yeah, I heard that. I heard that reference too. Yeah, I was like, WWE owns that phrase. <laughs> yeah, I was like, eh, I don't know. I don't care for it. I'm sorry to our listeners. Does this lead to? I know uh, Soraya tweeted about like, oh, Happy International Women's Day. Maybe there'll be like a tag or something. Like, is that you think maybe this leads to that? Maybe women's tag titles. Do we need more titles in AEW? Uh, you know, that's uh... another question. I wish uh, they would have done tag titles instead of the TBS title, but TBS title, yeah. We got what we got, you know. It's not like they could change. It's not like they could change the name of a belt or anything. Hold up, I just realized we didn't get Jade Cargill on this pay per view. We didn't. Who? Who? Exactly. They the are they are dropping the ball on her so big. This is really you know, shitty. I, wasn't I even on the card. Recently, I, I, I read online recently that the plan was for her to lose the belt to uh, Chris Statlander. Oh, and then she got hurt. She got that huge injury. She's out for like over a year, I think. Okay. And so now uh, Jade's kind of in cruise control waiting for Chris Statlander to come back. Wow. I had no idea. But yeah, Chris got hurt. Because they just haven't built bad. anybody else up. Like who else could – who who would be a viable opponent? Right I mean, now? she's like, 53 and 0. Yeah. They yeah. people. And in fact, did you guys – I mean, this is kind of getting ahead of us. Did you guys see her promo on Dynamite? I did. She said next week they're going to be in Canada, and she's challenging Canada's best female Ooh. wrestler to come get beat by her. Who's it going to be? Who's the best? Can I googled Canadian? Like I, you know, maybe like a yeah, an outsider or something. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. like somebody who's not on the. That's what they're probably going to start doing is people who aren't on the roster. Ah, uh, just bringing people in. I for mean, like, kind of, like, isn't yeah, that what Cody did for a while? Like Cody like, with the with the TNT title was just doing. Like, oh like, yeah, he would just there. bring in. Like Warhorse faced him. That's how Ricky Starks got hired. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, and yeah, no, came- I listened to an interview with Ricky Starks, and apparently Cody issued an open challenge, and Ricky Starks tweeted at Cody and said, "Hey, can I accept your challenge?" And then AEW contacted him like, "Hey, you want to be on Dynamite? You want to be on Dynamite? Yeah." And they shoot loved him the and they hired him. Yeah, shoot the tweet, man. Shoot, shoot the shot. It's all the answer is always no unless you ask. You know. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um. As performers, we all know. Sometimes you got to. You oh, yeah, Jade Cargill. Well, I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, yeah, Jade Cargill. <laughs> exactly. Who is Canada's best, who is Canada's best female WWE, non WWE wrestler? I'm yeah. looking at a list of. Is it? I know Canadian. Melanie Havoc, Lufisto, maybe. I mean, there's. I can't even. Taya, Rosemary's Canadian, Gail Campbell. Oh, Impact is Canadian, also completely. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, big all, all Danger is Canadian. But she's doing GCW. Mm. Yeah, Lufisto. Bunny's Canadian, but she's hurt. She, yeah, never, she never got her fair shake in wrestling. Yeah, poor Bunny. She's a good soul, though. And her that. season's coming up, too. Easter? <laughs> oh, shit. Right around the corner. <laughs> she's going to miss it. She's going to be hurt. <laughs> like, we give you a push poor around kid. Easter time every year because you're the bunny. <laughs> oh, poor kid. I hope she's healing up. I do too. I do too. Yeah, we'll see. Mickey James, she's not Canadian, but that'd be a good match. Mickey James, man. I think we'll see her where? I don't know. That impact, that a, impact, not impact the impact New Japan. Uh, yeah, we're getting close. Though. Yeah, we we're are March close. 9th. Mania weekend's coming. You know. uh, and that event is already sold out. I think you are you uh Pratik, are you going to anything officially? I am going I can I'm I'm I can announce it. I am going to uh both nights of Mania. Uh, as for other events, that's up in the air right now, leaning towards 
SmackDown Hall of Fame. I would prefer to do the Ring of Honor event. We're just we're figuring out schedules on that. Figuring Hell out yeah. on that. We're also we might do a stand up show uh, Thursday night. You know, hey, might do something there. Also, I know I know Ryan and uh, Nick Nemeth are doing uh, something at the Comedy Store Thursday night too. So we'll see we'll see what happens. You know, you, you guys. Hey, you know what you should do is get a bunch of like local comics. And just just crash it, just beat their asses, and they have like NWO running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would like be powerbomb, cool. powerbomb, Dolph to the table. Yeah. I'm, a power, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm trying to take out Big Bill. Uh, <laughs> Good luck. He Good did. Luck. He did his stand up. Last time at the Comedy Store when they were in town for the LA Forum, uh, Big Bill went up and did stand. He got a. He got a really good. I mean, it's, was his stand up the most creative? No. But it worked for what it was. It worked for a dude who's seven feet tall. Oh, there was a bunch of seven foot tall chants throughout the night. There were. There's the show. I mean, there's the show. Um, uh, he had a really good response. I think because you know, look, he he had he had his struggles. He'd you know come back from you know some dark places. So I think people were just really happy to see him. Yeah, Fans really happy to see him. Uh, I kind of just said, "Hey, man, good set," and you know, it's really good to see you back on TV. He's like, "Thanks, man, I'm happy to be back." So there was just a lot of good, good favor for him. You know, I'm was, surprised that nobody's put him back with Enzo. I, you know what? I don't want to see that. I'm happy what yeah. he's doing now. I mean, he, yeah, he looks I like guess. a monster, by the way. Now like, he looks really cut, by the way. Like every time, yeah, I see yeah. Ring of Honor started doing like teasing it. They brought them in for like one night, but it didn't really come to anything. Like the original, yeah. Honor, like old school Ring of Honor. I think for him, yeah, maybe like one match with Enzo to just like crush your demons, but like, yeah, I don't need to see a program. That. Yeah, I'm with you, Pratik. I, yeah, I guess you're right. I, uh, uh, w. Morrissey, what was his name in Impact? Yeah, w. w. Morrissey. Yeah, awful, awful name. Big Bill's terrible, but W. Big Bill, I'm saying Big Bill's not much better. I mean, I don't know what the answer. Is. I, I don't know what to call him. Yeah, he should come out and say, "I'm big. My name is Bill, and you can't." Teach that you can't teach bills. Hell yeah! I powerbomb Jungle Boy on the apron, and you can't teach that. And I think on one indie show, he went like, I tell you that. I what? think on one indie show, he went by Kaz with the Z. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, two Zs, I think. Two Z's. It was that. It was like MCW or something. Yeah, Under the Stars. They did. They do a big show like once a year called Under the Stars. Kaz okay. XL. What's Kaz for? Like. Cast like Cast with a Z. Cass. He was he was Cast uh, in WWE. This was, he was, okay. he was, he was still post WWE. You know, yeah, it. it was right after Cass. WWE. Yeah, yeah it was right after XL. WWE before he even collapsed and everything. Uh oh, bummer. Yeah, um, he's dating Diamond Dallas Page's uh, niece. Uh, oh, also AEW backstage. Right and AEW backstage. Lexi Nairn. Yeah, good for him. Hope he doesn't grab her backstage. Oh, oh boy! Oh, <laughs> oh did I say that? On? <laughs> Is this on right now? <laughs> the next uh, match was a TNT Championship match. Samoa Joe, the King of Television. Oh, you missed it? the Texas Death Match. Yeah. Oh, did I skip it? Yeah. 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 Uh, scrolling back up. I think I just went too fast. No, you're. Oh right. yeah, you're right. I, Texas Death Match. Joe Moxley. Uh, versus Hangman Adam Page. This match was so fucking violent. It was like it was, I had to like I, walk away. I feel like times. I knew well, we knew what we were getting. We knew, yeah, I knew it. I yeah. I knew what I was getting into with with these guys, and it was, it was it maybe weird. too much brutality. I mean, I mean, I feel like a Texas Death Match, John Moxley, Hangman Page, kids maybe kids turn away or maybe don't let the kids watch. I don't know, but like you knew what you were getting with this. Um, 
I like the spots with the chain. I thought that was a great way to the callback. The callbacks. Uh, yeah, it felt like a little bit of like, hey, we're not getting a dog collar match, but it, there were shades of that a little bit, you know. Uh, that was cool. Um, and then I guess you kind of got to hang John Pluxy with the chain in order to beat him in a yeah. situation like that. Like yep. you kind of have to go to that extreme. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the callback to his old gimmick, like in ROH, like right, right. Good he call. hasn't he hasn't done that. And I oh, that's agree. true. I didn't even think about. I didn't even. I didn't really like make that connection. Yeah, that was for me. That was the callback to me because I was following ROH heavy. Oh yeah, I wasn't really Adam following Hades. ROH back in those days. Oh, I was super in, and I remember. I think like Sinclair gave him some heat, so like they had to change everything. Like no more nooses, no more hangings, and interesting. So it was cool to kind of see it come back, and he had he had to tap into that, right? Like he had to channel it. It was a story upon a story upon a story. Good match, twenty five minutes of just carnage. You know, and a good cap off to that feud. And for what it's worth, I think uh, Hangman had new music. Yeah, he had a different song, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that, different, was that new video. for the pay per view, or had been had he been using it all before? I, I just noticed it at the pay per view. If he had, so maybe it was just for the pay per view, just for the or, or since the yeah, it's taken. Or yeah, because he didn't he didn't come out on on Dynamite. Okay. Oh yeah, he just ran right. out. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're right. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, brutal, brutal violence. I mean, we knew what we were getting. You know, you already had that final burial match. You had to do something different with the, you know, with the with this type of match. I'm glad they spaced them out. You know, um, yeah, they were back to back. I think, uh, you know, I, part of me kept feeling like, okay, maybe Moxie's going to go away for a while. So he's, you know, I kept thinking, I had a feeling Hangman was going to win. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess it's not over. Moxley's still around. He wrestled on. We're getting ahead of ourselves, but he wrestled on Dynamite too. So he's still. He's still around, him, you know, so it, it remains to be seen. But I do think Hangman needed this win. You know, Hangman had kind of been floundering for a little bit. I think this was a good way. You got, you got to give the new guy, you know, the win and, and kind yeah. of have the feud a little bit. So, you know. Yeah, Hangman, I mean, he had to win the the big blow-off match. Yeah. Just because, I mean, just because the way he got his ass knocked out at the beginning of the feud. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that, that was a shoot. A <laughs> shoot knockout. Uh, so we had a TNT title match. <laughs> the King of Television lost. Samoa Joe lost the title to Wardlow. And awesome. a, uh, I don't know. I'm not a big Wardlow guy. Yeah, I wasn't hyper invested in the match, honestly. I feel like I was kind of like on my phone and stuff. I, yeah, I think the crowd was just burned out. They'd seen a lot, you know, a lot of big stuff. So I think the crowd was a little burned out. It's a shame. I'm a big Joe fan. I thought Joe had a couple good moments. Um, you know, there were a couple good spots. Uh uh, and Joe got uh, choked out, you know, which yep. is rare for his. Uh, I think. I oh yeah, he did. Joe's. He did the uh, coquina clutch. Joe. He did the coquina, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. And I don't believe he's been choked out on AEW yet, right? That was because he lost through pinfalls on the other. Uh, Meeting somebody with their own submission holds. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I hope nobody else does that in the show. <laughs> foreshadowing, foreshadowing. Hey, so you guys, this is what I wanted to talk about earlier. They are hot potatoing this title so bad. Like Wardlow beats Samoa Joe for the title, and then Wardlow loses the same night. You mean you mean Dynamite? No, he lost the same night in San Francisco to some fan. <laughs> okay, okay. okay yeah. <laughs> Hey. hey, it's like no, it's yeah. like that twenty four. What is this? The twenty four seven title, right? 
That's the uh, second. That's the second uh, AEW title that's been stolen. Uh, yeah, they got the right? first one back. The first, we, yes, the police recovered the. the police hey, oh man, I mean, it, did you guys listen to Jericho's though. podcast where he gave up? The, he told the story. Yes. No. Yeah, that I was know. pretty interesting. It's in his archives. Pretty go check it out. Yeah, it's oh, good. Yeah. I got Spotify yeah. Premium now. Uh, so I oh do. hell yeah, I do too. Me too. I feel like it spoils me now. Anytime, like, like I try to watch something on YouTube, like, like I get thrown off by a commercial. Like, what's that? What's that thing? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, some fan, some fan in like Oakland has the TNT title walking around. <laughs> Fucked up. You know what the crazy but, thing is? Is they probably didn't know whose car it was, and they just like score right TNT title. Yeah. It's where, where where I mean, how do you? Because I feel like if if it goes up on eBay, they can trace that, and it's yeah. Um, you got oh. you got to keep it at this point, or sell. You got to keep it. I would lay privately. <laughs> Sam, if you were out at a bar in in you know in the bay, and you see someone with that title, are you are you like gonna just start boom? Like, do well, do you fight for that? I mean, title? I'm not gonna fight anybody probably for any reason unless there's a reason to. But like, yeah. there's so many replica titles, like you're never gonna know. That's the other thing too. Like, do you do you pour? Like, is that the title or is that a replica title? Uh, right, because they give them. My understanding is they that you have the title that you show on TV that's kept with the company, and then they had they get like a a traveling title that they. From what I understand in. is that that's the case too. I think, yeah. but with that AEW. was WWE. I don't know what I mean. It, I'm, does Tony Khan have multiple belts? I would hope so. I hope he took that from. I mean, he Wardlow came out. Maybe I now mean, again, we're getting ahead of ourselves. But on the next dynamite, Wardlow came out with no belt on. Well, actually, he didn't even come out. They started fighting in the back. They just started. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was. Did he say FTR around. gave him clothes or something? Like he had to say that too, or something? Like that. Right? Yeah. Was that storyline, or they just didn't give me a shirt. <laughs> But now that's see that's the thing. Do you make? I think yeah, you kind of make that part of the story. But like, I can't imagine there's not another TNT title somewhere. Oh my gosh, I really wanted Hobbs to be like, I'm the one who broke into your car. It oh, was me. Was it bag elf under the I did it. I did it for the Rock. He just <laughs> went. Can you imagine? No, I just wanted to get the belt early. <laughs> Here's your bag back. That would have been cool. He just throws the clothes. He throws the, yeah, like while he's still laid out in the little or like, mat. Or, or uh, Hobbs wins the match and then he rolls out of the ring, pulls the bag out, unzips it, and takes the TNT title out. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been a good, oh my God. Fans would have, you know. Uh, he should have just got a random double bag for him to do that with anyway. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting power bombed. Uh, that'd be We're great. getting power bombed after this episode <laughs> by everybody. By everybody. <laughs> AEW fans are gonna be like, you talk about WWE too much. <laughs> talk a shit about Wardlow. Yeah, more about Ward, which I didn't know that's his real last name. Holy yeah, shit. his name yeah. is Wardlow. Wardlow. <laughs> talk like, about it like made for wrestling. Good. He's like oh. this generation's Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, but better. But better. Yeah. But better. But better. Longer matches. That's for sure. Yes. I like the, I, I like the name Parabomb Symphony. Yes, that's that's fine. I'll take it. Hell yeah. Uh, we had a tag team title match. This was definitely uh, a rest match. Oh, uh, the AEW Tag Team Champions, the Guns, defeated the acclaimed uh, Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, and Danhausen and Orange Cassidy. Yeah, And Dan took the pin, if I'm not mistaken. Who did? 
if I'm not mistaken, Danhausen took the pin. Oh yeah, I think so. I don't. The I don't number know. one, the number one T-shirt seller for AEW took the pin. You know, go ahead. Keep building he's him saying, up. He's right? over. He's he's, he's so over. over with everybody. It's yeah. And you guys know his origin, right? That he oh, was inspired. Shit. The Danhausen's character is inspired by Conan O'Brien. There's actually a Conan O'Brien. There's a Conan O'Brien interview with Danhausen out of character that's still on YouTube. I think he wrestled he, out of character for a while. Yeah, but he basically says like, "Oh, I was inspired by Yukon. Like, I'm, I wanted it to be like, and you know, all the little moves that he does. Like, he's trying to be comedic." Wow, I had no idea. I didn't know that either. That makes sense, kind of. So it's, um, yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, you know, I kind of, yeah, I was kind of losing interest during this match, but it wasn't a super long match. Um, uh, I kept, I that old. I, I I thought they were the Gun Club. I didn't realize there was the Gun Club when they were with Billy Gunn and now. I think just, yeah, I think it was when they were with Billy. So I was a little disappointed. I'm like, wait, I thought they were the Gun Club. Where where would that go? So half half the time I'm thinking about that. That <laughs> that's when they were um, like baby faces. Yeah, when they were. Uh, but uh, you know, then they 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 retained, which I figured in a multi four person four, or four, fatal four way match, you're probably gonna have retention. I yeah. Figured, Enough chaos that they can they can Enough chaos and sneak up. No one has to look weak, and uh, and then we got a little surprise at the end of the match. Yeah, so yeah, so we were talking last week about where FTR was and if they're going to come back or not. And Renee Young was interviewing the Guns, like we're the best in the world. And then FTR came out, they're like, uh, uh-uh, we are motherfuckers. So FTR's back. Good little pop, you know. I think good for them. I'm glad they're yeah. back. They had a good little break. They're gone for like what three months, two months. You got to rest those bodies. I I still don't understand. Like you know, you can't have an off season. I recognize that, but when you have a stacked roster, there's no reason people can't take time off. There's yeah, no I'm I'm for I'm for rotating people in and out, in and out. Yeah, like six months on, three months off, and put everybody on different schedules. And it just keeps people special. Like the FT, FTR should be attractions. They don't need to be like wrestling every week unless obviously they're workhorses and they want to and i certainly i'm not going to go up to dax i'm like hey can you like take some time off (laughs) i tell you when i take time off but like hey can you go sit on the bench with miro (laughs) 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 he might be taking a little too much rest (laughs) it's gonna be really special when miro wrestles was he even was he injured or was he filming something part of me still doesn't understand what all idea what what was the cause of his break yeah I don't think we know. And the dirt sheets don't. And the dirt, the, the dirt sheets have lost interest. Like they were like kind of interested for a while. Now we're just yeah, like, we're... <laughs> the dirt sheets like what? What was he doing? Because there were rumors that first it was he was filming a movie. Then it was he didn't have creative. Then somebody said he had surgery or something. Like he had. A... He was hurt, right? Yeah. And he's like, no. He responds to every. Like, I think so. One of the journalists said something about Miro's filming something or Miro was doing something, and he was like. Reed Twister goes, what were they doing? Why don't you just tell me what they were doing? <laughs> he trolls them. So I think that's why nobody wants to report on it. Because he'll, he'll find, like, it'll be like Wrestling Inc. or some, like, and he'll be like, no, or yeah, or what was I doing? Like, it'll always Tell be me where I was, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Not where true. Where was I on June 18, 2018? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Well, he has time to sit home and think about these tweets. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like he's employed. <laughs> he's remember, paid. he was a TNT He's getting champion. paid. He's getting paid. He's getting paid. Yeah. Who did he lose the TNT title to? Do you guys remember? I don't even remember. I think it was Sammy. I think it was Sammy. 
Wow. Back yeah. when they were, when they were, again, this it, pretty much since the inception of this title, it is a back and forth title. You know, it's. Yeah, Sammy's won it like four times, I think. Yeah, yeah he, I think he's longest running four times. I think Darby's got maybe with that last Darby run, I think he got four too. Um, man, you know. But you know, I, I don't want to knock it because they've had they've had great you know the, the ladder match you know the 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 dog the original AEW dog collar with with RIP Brody you know that was a great one too yeah I got to yeah. go back and watch that I never saw that I oh, missed yeah. I missed so much because I didn't start watching AEW weekly until 2022 like oh, a year yeah. ago like oh, a really? year ago ish I've I've been that's there. what I'm hoping I'm hoping with this Warner merger like hey put it all on HBO Max you have a streamer you know there's no reason to you know that'd be I, awesome. I know, and then and then they awesome. can sell Honor Club to HBO Max too like they the can WWE. sell our, our yeah Honor Club the old Ring of Honor archive you have like over a hundred episodes of Dynamite you have the pay per views put it all on there like yeah put all out on there. Oh my god, all out. Yeah, they probably can't put all in. Right? I wonder who I wonder oh yeah, all in. They can't put all in. I wonder oh, yeah, who I owns all in. in. Cause I feel like if anybody's R-O-H. gonna own it, it's gonna be a Ring of Honor property. Yeah, I think probably. it's on Honor Club, honestly. Don't quote me. But it's on YouTube, I'll tell you that. It is the whole <laughs> yeah, show. It, yeah, the full show is on YouTube. That's cool. Show. And a couple I think the first all out is also on YouTube too for free. I think AEW yeah, they put yeah AEW posted that. And for some reason, like every single impact pay per view in their history is on YouTube as well. Yeah, they went they went crazy. They put like, oh, everything on YouTube like from years ago, like like TNA lockdown. <laughs> yeah, like all like not like not like the asylum, not like the weekly pay per views. I think you can find a lot of those too. But like yeah, they're like their lockdowns and their some anniversaries. All those okay. are on YouTube. Yeah, Genesis, all those guys. You yeah. can watch the old uh, Samoa Joe Kurt Angle matches now. Fun. Yeah, you could. Hell yeah. Uh, so that 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 Wardlow, not Wardlow, uh, Miro talk was like the cool down segment to the before the main event. Yes. <laughs> uh, we had a main event. It was the AEW World Championship 60 minute Iron Man match. MJF defeats the American Dragon Brian Danielson with his own move. A LaBelle lock. People are saying that this is the greatest uh, Iron Man match of all time. That might be a stretch, but... Yeah, I don't know about... I mean, definitely one of the better Iron Man matches recently. It's nice to see a full 60-minute, you know. I think a great showing for both competitors. This definitely, you know, just this whole program to me, like, you know, you had Brian Danielson fighting all these guys to get to MJF. It felt like almost like a goodbye tour in a way. And then him putting over MJF, so you know. Oh, and that's then you very have interesting. The, it, 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 it felt if like he was gonna have a goodbye tour. That would probably be it. That'd be the it way. Would to be do a, it. it would be a cool way to go out. I'm sure he's maybe not done specifically, but I do feel like that promo, especially after the dynamite promo on Wednesday. Which, yeah. And I kind of like these. I kind of like these. I, I think it's something different. It's something. Yes, it, it also saves them from, I guess, coming back on Wednesday. You could just film it on right after the match, but I like these sort of post-match, like, bloody promos. And they the, Yeah, the one where Mox is yeah. blood in the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Like a B-roll. Kind of like, it, it's a different. Yeah. It's different. It's something Tony can do, you know, that's, you know, it sets himself apart. So I, I liked it. Maybe it does. Post-show it promo. does. And even the days were like, when Brock Lesnar was, like, getting, like, very few dates, I wish they would have done that, where they taped, like, three or four vignettes and just played them throughout the weeks. Yeah. Yeah. 
no, you have him there. Just film a bunch of stuff. You know? Yeah, film a bunch of backstage promos and just play once a week. Yeah, and yeah, sprinkle it in. Hell yeah! Hell I always yeah. thought like if somebody's like, I always thought like, especially in WWE, they'll have them like advertise, and then they'll just be backstage. I'm like, you flew in just to go now, but then you find out like, okay, they had a dark match, and they, you know, there were other things that they did, you know. But I'm just like, if you're at a taping and you only do a backstage segment, why can't they be filmed? When you're there for like an interview. right, why can't you take it last week? Yeah, but I mean, like a lot of WWE in, stuff, in, especially in like you know, the most uh, 2010 to 2020 era is very like uh, throw the script away, you know, so they can't really plan ahead very well in those days. That's true, yeah. But yeah, this was a really good match. I feel like by the time this match was like just getting into the groove of things, I was very numb to like high spots and, and, and things like this. And, and I was just, mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy it as much as I should have probably. I should probably watch it again. Yeah. I think everybody should give it up. It's definitely like, I expected a shorter, I think if the one thing they could have probably shortened the card, they probably could have taken a match or two off, you know, given this, you know, more of a focus. I do think that this was, you know, the crowd was a little burned out in the beginning for this, you know. What could we have dropped on the show? The tag titles? Maybe, yeah, might as well just. Yeah, but that but that's such a high pro, you know, the acclaimed and the guns and the are FDR so coming in. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at this card. The only thing really to draw would be Ricky Page, Ricky Page, Ricky Starks versus Jericho. But that match, I mean, there was a purpose for it too. Yeah, and we're building Ricky up. So. Probably the TNT title. I hate to say I love Joe, but maybe that didn't need to yeah. be on. I mean, it did because they're trying to make Wardlow like this time next year. Wardlow's going to be the world champion, probably. I mean, I don't know. I don't he know. Certainly, if... should be in contention because he beat MJF. That's uh, true. I, I would love year. to see MJF and Wardlow again for the world title. I think that's coming at some point. You know, MJF is going to need more guys uh, to face. Well, right now, Wardlow. Like, when we talk about Dynamite, Wardlow has a whole bunch of other guys to fight. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I don't know, as far as timing. Yeah, timing. They could have probably just shortened a few matches, maybe. Um, so this match uh, went to a 60-minute time limit draw. And I was livid. I'm like, there is overtime. There has to be overtime. Brett got screwed. <laughs> you know? He did, man. And so yeah. then uh, Tony Schiavone it's starts man. giggling like a little girl. He's like, hoo I'd be happy to tell him that. And he Ooh-hoo. jumps up and runs over. T- and I feel like they named up Tony Khan so much because the camera's right there like, hey, Tony Khan said this. Oh, Tony Khan said that? And then Justin Roberts gets the microphone. He's like, ladies and gentlemen, Tony Khan says this match cannot end in a draw. And it's like, why does Tony... I mean, I know that, you know, Tony Khan has to make the call, but why do they have to announce his name, you know? Why can't they just say, this match want to end in a draw? It must be restarted. But they got to say, Tony Khan said... He's the boss. He's the boss. I mean, I think it... I think it's that thing of you, that old school thing of you have an authority figure, but Tony Khan doesn't really be on, want to be on screen. And there's no other real president of AEW because he's, everybody knows it's Tony Khan. So I get yeah. why they kind of said it, you know? Yeah, that's true. Uh, so they went to overtime. So when, so the story that they were, one of the stories, I guess, because there was many stories here. The story that they were telling in this match was, that MJF did not have the cardio to keep up for an hour. And he kept getting winded and he kept sucking air and he just kept not being able to, to handle it 
there was points where he was like chugging water, and Taz kept saying, "Hey, he's gonna regret that because that's gonna make him heavy. That's gonna yeah, weigh right. him down. You feel bloated, yeah." <laughs> and so then the match ended, sixty minute time limit. the The medical team came in, and one of the guys was giving MJF oxygen. And then when they left, he miraculously forgot it. Why, why would a medical professional forget an oxygen tank for one? Okay. <laughs> and so then when MJF at that, that part where he went out of the ring and he grabbed the oxygen tank and he and he hit Danielson in the head with it, like that looks so like that whole match just looks so phony at the end because if the 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 little mask part it flew up and the ref was right there. There's no way the ref missed that. You know, the ref had to see it. And he just puts it under the ring, and I just didn't like the ending. I would rather him have saved the dynamite, the dynamite diamond ring for that spot, as opposed to the to the to the as oxygen. opposed to what they actually did, yeah, as opposed to the oxygen tank because I thought that looked kind of phony. Yeah, yeah it was. Um, I it just, I don't. It definitely, yeah. I mean, it was definitely a gimmicked uh, moment, but I do think it's that thing of hey, he's not going to use the ring; he's going to use the like it's a twist on. You know, yeah, that's true. Because everybody expect them to use it. Kind of fit the story to me, so I didn't. I, I didn't have too much of a problem with that. You know. Um, yeah, that makes sense. I can see that. I think I just I just went into this knowing like no, Danielson's not gonna. They're not gonna. They're, I just it, 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 it even more than the House of Black Elite match. I'm like they're definitely not changing this this title. It ain't happening. You know. So. Yeah. I do. It, it, for what it was, what the angle was, what they had to do, I thought they delivered. Yeah, it, it didn't drag. I was honestly like apprehensive walking into it, being like, "Fuck, I gotta sit here for sixty minutes." But they told the story. Uh, you know, I feel like yeah, you were right. The critique you were saying the crowd was like a little, you know, burnt. But there were parts towards the middle, the end, where they were coming back and they were right. captivated, yeah. and and this was happening, and this was happening, and. I, I called a seven match like fall. Like I heard Kurt Angle talking about one of his Iron Man matches and I was like, they're going to do seven and they did seven. Right. Um, but you know, from start to, I think I, I realized it was like 13 minutes left. I was like, wow, I really watched this whole fucking match. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I wasn't like turned off much at all. So you know, it, it kept me. It captured so. your attention. Yeah. 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 It, it definitely kept me. It captivated me. And I, you know, I walked into it knowing, you know, Dragon wasn't going to go over, but it was good for what it was. And yeah, well, I, I didn't mind much of the, the tank. I kind of, I kind of suspect yeah. it, right? Like, like you said, like it's going to be something silly and yada, yada. So it was a little fresh to bring in, you know, and it was something that was there, right? The gimmick was, Already in the ring, it was already part of the match. So or part of the it, story, yeah. And he, oh, story. He, he needs air, so he might yeah. as well, you know. And uh, and he just looks like a prick because he's you know he's cheating. Yeah. So I, I think they got the job done. It was it was a good match, and yeah, I was thoroughly surprised. That might have been me. Sorry, I was thoroughly surprised. It was good. I though know there that... was some controversy. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Sam. Oh, I was going to talk about the finisher, the the submission hold. It was kind of neat how he like. He just got him in that hold, and Brian Danielson almost got out, and he was just like, "I can't get out. I'm gonna tap." Yeah, great storytelling, and it played into the promo on on Wednesday. Really powerful promo about like, "I'm not gonna be able to, you know, play with my kids if I if I don't uh, tap out." Like he did it. He didn't tap out because he couldn't handle it. It was more about I'm sacrificing this to be with my family. So very, it it, it again it fit the drama, fit the story. It made sense. You felt the heartbreak, the post 
the you know match promo on Wednesday it all kind of fit the story so to me it made yeah. it made perfect sense I was very wrapped with it I just wanted to touch on I know there was some controversy with you know MJF throwing the drink on the on the fan uh, oh yeah but, that, I saw that yeah, what an uproar um part so of me was touchy. like you know is I, I I part of me was like when the controversy happened I'm like you know, first I thought, well, maybe, you know, they did what they did in the old school days. And Max very much is an old school fan. Uh, what they used to do, they would get like kids of the re- kids of the wrestlers and have them as plants. And he, you know, rip yeah, out their. I think that kid was fine, a plant, though. Rip their, but no, as it turns out, you're right. It wasn't a plant at all. It, it was, was not a plant because he had his he had his hood on and he had his hood like cinched. I mean, apparently it was. Well, so what? What the dirt sheets are reporting, and there are pictures of him backstage afterwards. Like, but Tony's like, "Oh yeah, you got." I saw that too. Yeah. So part of me is like, "Oh, maybe this is the real fan." You know. Now you're right. They could work that. They could absolutely work it. Like, oh, he's a gimmick, you know, kid of a wrestler or something, cousin or something, and he's backstage because he was backstage. But you know, to me, you know what you're getting with. I think Cody said it best after a fan signing where MJF flipped out the fan. Like, you know what you're getting with MJF. Like, he's not going to be nice. He's not going to do things. And then some people are saying that that was tequila in that bottle. Oh, I saw that too. I, didn't, I don't yeah. think that was tequila. That's a lot of tequila, like dude. It looked like water. And plus, and it's like, yeah, I don't think you don't it, pour I don't tequila on an eight-year-old. I don't know. A gimmick, I, it's gimmick tequila. It's gimmick tequila. <laughs> yeah. It's gimmick tequila. I, yeah. I, look at it, gimmick. I look at it like this, and call me old school too, but it's like, if you go and, you know, fuck SeaWorld, right? But if, like, let's say you're going, do you guys know SeaWorld? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. it's Splash Zone. Yeah. yeah, so you go to SeaWorld and, like, you know, I, I might be comparing apples to oranges here, but if the whale's doing the fucking shit, you're going to get wet. If you're at a wrestling show... You might get some shit thrown on you. You might have a body land on you. I've had someone fucking dive. Like, you know, I don't know. I feel like the uproar was like, geez, dude. Like, you know, everybody took it so fucking serious. And you got wrestlers like, oh, I can't believe you guys enjoyed that. So maybe leaning towards Sam's uh, theory of maybe it was a giant work and everybody's just fucking getting worked. Or... I don't know. Some kid just got hit with some water or some some tequila, like <laughs> or some tequila. You know what I mean? Like, sorry Worst about case that. scenario. A kid got hit with tequila. You know? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, worst case, it's not that big of a deal. Man, I mean, I remember I was eight years old going to Disney World, and just we're having we go to the we don't want it. My parents don't want to eat food at Disney World because it's so fucking expensive. So we go to Subway beforehand, and this like racist woman like spit at me in my direction when I was eight years old. Wow. There was no gimmick; it was all real. And all right. yeah, okay. going to come up to you beforehand and be like, "Hey, when you walk into Subway, I'm going to spit at you. I'm going to spit, spit at you real quick, and you're going to get free Subway and free Disney World for life. Nothing happened." And, um, and, and I'm okay. Like, yeah, back. I need to go to therapy about it. <laughs> so I think that kid. Yeah, I wish I could have. I like. I wish I could have gotten free AEW tickets or WWE tickets or whatever. Like, no, nothing. Nothing free came to me. So you know, I'm okay. I mean, I you know, whatever. I do stand up comedy, which you can say whatever you want about that. You know, what is is he produce? Is he contributing to society? Uh, yeah, I run this. I help run this podcast, and I do stand up. So I am a good contributor to society. But really? you know. That kid will be okay ultimately. You know, I I can't imagine a ton of you know trauma is going to come from this. Sure, he might be a little shaken by it. It sucks. If if this is all real, you know, I'm sorry that happened. But also, yeah, you kind of know what you're getting when you're at a wrestling show, like kind of front row. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like court, like not courtside, like but like 
you know, a few rows back. Yeah, like, no, he like was the, the back by the, by the entrance, by this ramp. Yeah. yeah. So like, you're kind of I don't know, though. Like, I really feel like this kid had his hood on. He had his hood cinched up. And when MJF put his arm up, he turned his head. So yeah. you feel it was. I just feel like yeah. he, I, I feel like the kid knew what was coming. They knew what was coming. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. And and there was a, a a little momentary second, right, where he's kind of in the crowd, you know, interacting with the mom, and then grabs a drink and throws it, you know. So, for all we know, the kid is stoked, right? For all we know, the kid was like, "That was the coolest fucking shit." Right? Yeah, world. I mean, it you know be, what I mean? It could be, it could be real, and the kid could be, be the like, other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's easy. I'm oh part yeah, of the show. I'm part of the show. You know? I would viral. Right? Like, right? oh my god. So I was friends at school like, dude, you got MJF. Yeah, yeah. Right? I can see that. Yeah. I yeah. Come oh, and yeah. come come with the title belt. I'm sure he got some knickknacks yeah, from the show. Broke oh, of window yeah. After the show was over. <laughs> it was it he takes the hood off. It was me. It was me. Yeah. <laughs> it was me, he was pissed. He's like, I'm getting a title one way or another. <laughs> his mom is his mom walks into me. his bedroom and he has a TNT title. She's like, What did you get that? He's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they gave it to me, uh, Tony. You know, you know, my, you know my friend Tony. He just called. He doesn't call him Mister. Because hey, Tony, he calls him TK. <laughs> TK. Oh my gosh! Well, uh, how are you guys doing on time? Do we want to uh, do a quick rundown of Dynamite, or do we want to call it a day? That's a huge um, We can do a quick rundown. You know, Dynamite. Yeah. Let's keep it AEW yeah. specific. Yeah. Uh, hell yeah! Uh, we had the all the last ever All Atlantic Championship match. Orange Cassidy defeats Jay Lethal. That was okay. It was good. I, I like whatever from I like whatever. Jay I, like I think Lethal. he serves. I, I never, I never figured Jay Lethal coming into AEW was going to get any big title wins, but I figured he'd be a serviceable worker and you know get some young guys over. And I think he's doing his job. I think he's doing great. You know. Yeah, yeah. he's getting his yeah. his his reps in. I and love again, that uh, Briscoe, the the match with him and Briscoe to kind of moralize. I think he was the perfect pick for that. I'm glad he was there for that. Yeah, because Jay Lethal was the heart blood of ROH for a while. Yeah. Ooh. It was like Jay Lethal and the Briscoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's having meaningful matches. I mean, yeah, he is. last he's putting, week. He's putting people over. Fucking title this week. Slouch. No, he's great. He's a he's a great technician. He's he's poetic. He's one of those dudes who you watch wrestling, it's like, fuck. He's good. I like the the mashup between him and Jeff Jarrett's music now. It is silly. I like <laughs> it. It's like a Static X song. <laughs> that feels a lot better. You know what I mean? Like that's the vibe I get. I'm like, oh, <laughs> good, good ramp up in his his in his particular theme. There's a good ramp up in that. Yeah. Yeah. And doesn't the announcer always say from Elizabeth, like doing the Macho Man, but for, from Elizabeth, whatever town? Oh he's yeah, from, that's probably why Elizabeth. Too. Like that's it's just good callback, you know. Um, uh, let's see I always love Black here. Machismo. I did not think it was ripping off anything. I thought it was the perfect. If you're oh, it was have, hilarious. I, one I, of my I favorites is when he had a woo off with Ric Flair when they were. The best. Oh my god, that's still that's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's my. Forever. That's my line. That's, that's my, my line. line. Ric Flair yeah, was great. He kept big making him. <laughs> that's my line. <laughs> let's see what you got. You can throw. It's it, no. To me, that's one of the. Um, yeah, it's in my top just because I've rewatched it so much. Like it keeps getting recommended to me now. It, it's in my top ten promos of all time. It, the it one has. that I watch constantly is the Jericho WWE debut. That's a good one too. I love um, that. We're gonna have to do that. Best. That's that's gonna be another episode for us. Is best like just promo back and forth. Um, yes. The, uh, the, hold on, I have a, I have yeah. a quick tidbit. You, I'm just yeah. thinking. Um, 
was the Ric Flair McFoley segment where he's fucking elbow dropping the book. Was that TNA too? <laughs> but he's just like Father of the Year. You know, they had a huge feud in TNA. Cause, they, had to cause they, didn't do anything. they didn't really do much in W. It was just the, they, they never had singles in WWE, right? Just I don't they didn't. In fact, I don't think they liked each other because Mick Foley wrote some bad stuff about Ric Flair in his first book. Right? Yeah. Oh, you're, yeah. Just a, you're not I a wrestler. Think, you're a stuntman. There was right, hard feelings. And I think, yeah, they started working together in TNA. TNA. And that was almost like a callback to that where he's like, Father of the Year, you know? Yeah. Fucking yeah. knee dropping. Do you guys remember when, uh, when Mick Foley's book came out and he was in the WWE backstage, like, sending copies for people? And then he was walking and he found one in the garbage? Yes. And then he I picked it up. It was too Al Snow. And he's like, what? Ah. <laughs> Wasn't the one to the rock in the trash too? Maybe I thought it was the Al Snow one. It might have been the rock. Or maybe it was no, it was the rock, but then Al Snow threw it out or something. There was something. Oh yeah, it was was to the rock, but Al Snow threw it out. This is when Al Snow went heel by changing the the his hair to black. He went yes, and he ditched Ted. (laughs) But that might have been because I think he had to ditch it because on SmackDown because that was on. UPN. Yeah, because the Walmart, the Walmart shit. The Walmart incident, too. Yeah. yeah. The legendary. Oh, yeah. What the heck? He's yeah. decapitating women. It's, it's so man- stupid. It's so stupid. They said it looks like a decapitated woman said, No, it looks like a mannequin head. It's yeah, a fucking yeah. mannequin. Yeah. But they never he got more royalties to tell us that was a decapitated person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's definitely taken out of context. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs had a promo. He talked about how he's going to win the title tonight. He's all, You ain't got no belt. You ain't no champion. I like that they use that as a storyline. I, I did not mind that at all. That's a good way to just keep things fresh, you know? Yeah. Do, you know, chicken salad. Yeah. You know? Blurs the line of what's real life, you know? Yeah. Keeps it fresh. It was different. None of us were expecting that, so. Ricky Stark, what, getting breaking into the car or? <laughs> the street fight. <laughs> I was expecting that. Don't look at my TNT title in the corner. Uh, uh, Ricky Starks came out for, I'm assuming, a promo. And he got to the ring, and then uh, Bullet Club went up on the big screen, and that got a huge pop. Everybody loves Bullet Club still to this day. Oh, yeah. Yep. And he was, like, getting ready. He was ready for somebody. And then uh, Juice Robinson came up from behind and beat the poop out of him. I was not expect- I was kind of expecting Jay White, honestly, to tell you the truth. Same. I was like, Jay White? No. Yeah. Juice. No, Juice has been there for a few months now. So maybe he's finally getting a push. Good, you know, I think that'll be a good program because again, what does Ricky, Ricky Starts need something right now, you know? Yeah, and, right, good program. And Juice yeah. Robinson's a good person who he can have a good feud with and, and win and beat, yeah, and bring in some lackeys to like keep shit fresh, you know, bring in some Bullet Club guys, maybe who knows. Wardlow uh did a promo and said, You can steal my belt, but you can't take away the fact that I'm the champion. <laughs> That's pretty much it. And this uh, is that was backstage too, yeah, that was also backstage, yeah, yeah Hobbs and, and Wardlow were backstage. Then Ruby comes out to the ring, and uh, Renee asked her why she was a mean girl now. And she said, because the fans are so fickle. All you wanted was for Saray to come out of retirement, and then you turned on her. When did they – she said, you guys came for her. I don't know this. When did they come for her? Twitter. They're, yeah, doing? they're blurring the lines with social media, and I think there was also – I think the the first match back wasn't well-received by, you know, the fans, yeah, the internet fans. Wasn't. Yeah, it she botched well, some. Promos. It wasn't well executed either, but she botched some promos too. So people were like giving her heat. Part of me feels bad talking shit, like when I hear her like on podcasts, because like you know, I don't know, I don't know, dude. But at the same time, we're fucking artists, right? So it's all up for interpretation. 
not everybody's gonna like your shit. Exactly. So, so and especially it is wrestling and whether it's wrestling, music, comedy, you have to have a thin comedy. Skin. Yeah, it's all the same shit. So unfortunately, I'm not buying the Soraya record. You know, don't care. Um, the the comeback's been a little bit of a letdown. It's it's a shame because everyone who's come back from that injury, whether it's Daniel Bryan, Edge, they've all had like these amazing comeback stories and great programs putting people over. And it's, you know, I think we expected a lot of that from you know Soraya from especially elevating the women's division. So it's yeah. it it's unfortunate right now. It hasn't been you know ideal. Um, I'm hoping this faction that she's forming maybe that helps a little bit too because. It might. I did. I did like the the faction she had with WWE when she came back uh, uh, for that brief run. Absolution. Oh, Absolution. Yeah. And and you, only you one know, person left from Absolution. Oh, you're right. So the, the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> you you might should... be right. Oh, go ahead. You might no, be right, Pratik. As far as you know, because literally, as you were speaking, it kind of like hit me. Like maybe this is you know, behind the scenes, like kind of what they're going for to elevate, you know, the women's, you know, division, maybe it's not the best idea as far as like my opinion, like the gimmick or whatever, but you're right, man, maybe they, you know, forming this faction, maybe they are going to build other stars. And the fact that it's like the homegrown versus, you know, the quote unquote outsiders, maybe this just propels the younger talent, you know? So yeah, I mean, maybe it's all part of the plan. They got the eventually, yeah. Who knows? Willow and uh, Willow and Sky Blue are gonna go over eventually. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I, I like them both, honestly. I'm a sucker, but yeah. But I was really disappointed when uh, when Tony Storm turned heel on Willow because, like, as much as Willow, like, you know, she's cool, she's a fun wrestler, but like, who is she really in the grand scheme of AEW? You know, she should have yeah. turned on like Britt or Jamie or something like that, right? Yeah, I don't know. And I feel like Willow is just like by design should be a heel. Well, no way. She smiles so big. She does, but she's so she could be so menacing. Could she know? be menace? I think she should focus on that. Yeah, pick. Me. I yeah, feel like I she's think like she... what Bailey used to be, kind of happy go lucky. Yeah, but I don't know. But I well, love. Her. I will say yeah. though, Bailey, when Bailey finally did make that turn, I think Bailey plays that role perfectly, and it's great, and it works so well for her. Oh, so she's amazing. she's amazing at it. So you know, let's give Willow some time. But Willow's talented. Oh, it man. takes time for sure. Yeah, she can, she can run it. So we'll see where it goes. But I just personally would. I I always root for the bad guys, man. I'm a, I'm a heel guy through and through. So I just think it'd be cool yeah, to me see too. Willow unless the bad guys are Ray and Tony Storm. <laughs> oh, sorry, Xavier. I talked over you. What was the last part? No, I I was just letting you uh, get your zinger in there. No, I was just saying I, I'd rather see Willow as a heel. Yeah, I mean she will be eventually. Yeah, hopefully. She's going to get her butt kicked by Athena first. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's uh, the ROH pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, that's today. No. Oh, is ROH it? TV. Yeah, yeah, it's an oh, ROH episode. Shit, it is today. Or, oh, episode, not pay-per-view. I'm a pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, not the pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, but, but ROH TV. Yeah, I didn't, yeah they have, we have I didn't two know title matches today. Is that going to be the match? So, so wait, they announced Willow for um, the, the LA pay-per-view or the LA? No, no, no. Last I'm... week, Willow got a win. And she's like, I'm coming after the women's title. And then Athena oh. came out, and Athena's like, I'll beat your ass next week. Don't worry about it. Oh, next week. Okay, so it's yeah, on TV. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's on TV tonight. Okay, yeah. I was under the impression that was the super card match. So that's No, it's bad. tonight. It's on Have it's they on announced tonight. anything? for maybe, Or maybe they'll announce more tonight or something. Yeah, they're going to actually have a break the window and take the belt match. <laughs> <laughs> like Goldberg breaking the fucking window. Oh, my God. And he cuts his arm on it, too. Yeah. yeah. Fucking dummy. He almost died from that. He almost bled out. 
Well, yeah. Because he's a dummy. Allegedly that happened with the uh, Undertaker, too, during the Boneyard match. He cut himself. Like, in the, if you watch Last Ride, he I'm spoiling Last Ride, sorry. <laughs> but like, No, you're good. No, if you haven't watched by now, guys, then yeah, (laughs) it's on Peacock. It's still on. It's on the cock every 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 day. Uh, Pull your cock out. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so funny because I do uh, that watch along with my wife. Uh, I think the episode that comes out this week, we did a '93 WCB pay per view, and I started saying "pull your cock out." Yeah. I say "pull your cock out." (laughs) That means go to Peacock Network. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I started saying that. Yeah. I know uh, Pat McAfee also says that. He's like, coming up on pay-per-view on the clock. You know, <laughs> Is he from Pittsburgh originally? Why does Pat McAfee sound like he has like an Eastern Pittsburgh accent? I don't know where Pat McAfee's from. But he's from Indianapolis. Or, or still there. Still lives there. Because um, he was on the Colts? Where, what team was he on? He was on the Colts. He was the kicker for the Colts. Yes. He's from Pennsylvania, so I guess he has. Okay, that. Yeah, okay, see, I'm perfect. Glad he's I'm got like, that Pennsylvania gimmick yeah. for sure. Yeah, he's got that. Uh, just his, his his vocals. He's got the yeah. Pennsylvania vocals. So. Deep fried vocals. <laughs> yes. Good old Pat McAfee. Yeah. yeah, he went to Plum High School in Pennsylvania. Plump. Good old Plum. Plum. Plump Plum ain't, ain't easy. Plump ain't easy. Uh, Ruby defeated Sky Blue in a pretty decent match. Yeah, Sky Pretty Blues. Good. Sky Blues, Sky Blues good, you know, getting better. One day. Yeah, she's getting better every every time I see her. We'll we'll see we'll, you know where the story goes, but she's good. Renee interviewed Hangman Adam Page and asked, "Are you done with John?" And he's like, "As far as I'm done, I fucked his wife. That's good enough for me." And he's like, what? Oh my god! No, but uh, he said that he's done. He's done with her with with Mox, and uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, this guy's had definitely a good feud, and we'll see if they both if they both move on. Yeah, we'll see. It seems like uh, the combat, whatever they're called, is feeding with Dark Order now. Yeah, yeah. so I, part of me, I think before the Texas match, I thought, oh, they're going to maybe do like some sort of schmod. Well, how do you do a DQ finish on a death match? You know, you can't really kind of got to – you have to have one winner. But part of me thinks this program will keep going and we'll get – you know, because the next pay-per-view is double or nothing, and they always do some sort of big faction versus another faction match. And I thought, oh, maybe they'll do – BCC and Dark Order, and hey, let's be honest, Dark Order needs something. They've been they've been you know kind of just circling around the AEW waters for a while. This would be a good way to elevate them. And you know, obviously, you have guys like Claudio and Moxley who are great Brody Lee friends. So this would be a way for them to give back to the Dark Order. So I I think that's coming. I think that's why we're not done with this feud. You know, yeah, it would be cool. I w- I could see that too of the Dark Order in the back talking about like what three guys are going to pick. And like Adam Page, like I'll do it. He like steps into the picture or something. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, MJF cut a promo talking about how he's he's the best in the world and all this other stuff. I like that. Now, are, is this shades of maybe Punk comes back and gets? Oh, uh, he actually he's best in the world. That was just paraphrasing. Okay, no, because I'm curious. Has he he so he has not used best of the world at all in any promos? Not that I know of. Not that I know of. I was just paraphrasing. Maybe in the presser, but I'm not sure. I think in the presser he did. Yeah, um, I did. Did anyone watch the press conference? I didn't. I didn't catch. I didn't press. watch I just, it. Did anybody I see? Because I heard he had like a he had a moment. Yeah, I watched clips on Twitter. Yeah, he had like a pickle moment. I retweeted it. He was oh, like, I <laughs> saw that where like he offered somebody a pickle. Some, some yeah, yeah. kind of like Before. trolling punk. Um, no, I actually watched like the first three minutes when he walks in and he's like trolling Alvarez and he's like, yeah, you know, like whatever. Oh, does he reference Alvarez? 
he he gets in his face. Oh, nice. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, 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 you know. So I I saw like it was like a two three minute video on. Okay, Twitter. so I'll have to check it out then. You know, I'm a, I'm yeah, a sucker for press at talk. least at least the clips, you know. And there were there were some like, you know, not lulls, but he he kind of almost went like, you know, uh, he almost like broke character just talking about like how good he is and shit. I don't know. It was decent. I wonder if so I when I've listened to I listened to him on like Ariel Hawani's podcast a few times. You hear his voice like go lower, and I feel like that's when he's breaking character if he yeah he'll shift a little oh he'll yeah shift a right. little. he yeah, turns right. it off a little like a he, little he, bit yeah don't worry critique you're not gonna hear about our uh aria wani whatever his name is podcast anymore he'll he'll wani he'll wani oh. that podcast anymore nobody from aw is gonna be on that podcast anymore <laughs> i think mjf will be able to mjf can do he'll it wani. he'll wani um, trademark that dude that's a shirt oh he, i think he calls himself that so oh maybe, really oh yeah, then it's yeah. not yeah but like, and also Ariel like rubs ruffles feathers with UFC people all the time. Like he, yeah, let what he does. It's his gimmick, right? I mean, yeah, it's his gimmick. So two heels, you know, it's perfect. Um, I uh, I still I have I don't know why AEW is so mad about him going to because like for those Montreal, especially being that he's from Montreal, it was the perfect fit for that. I I still yeah. don't know. why. And it's like he didn't like sign a contract. He was there for no. Night. He's Ooh, not exclusive to anybody. Like. It's like, what's he gonna do? Like, if they call, they're like, "Hey, we want you to be on the show." What do you just say? Fuck you! I'm down for Tony Khan. Like, it's a job, you know. It's yeah. wrestling. Makes no sense to me. Um, yeah. Oh, Ariel Hawani can't go to WWE, but Cody can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's all okay, Cody. You're a legitimate wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, MJF, not MJF. FTR cut a promo. Talking about how they're back and they're going to beat the guns up and all that fun stuff. And they will. And they will. Which is good. They talked about how they had a bad year or a bad couple of months. They lost all their titles within about a month time frame. Uh, they said they lost a good friend recently. And I'm like racking my brain to go, who, who died? Who, who oh, Jay, Jay Briscoe. It was Jay Briscoe, yeah. yeah. I, I had to like Google, who died in wrestling? You have to take a second. To... <laughs> I'd, yeah. And then Mark now, Briscoe talked about himself. All... Like, hey, Mark Briscoe, who died this year? I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, ask him. <laughs> yeah, they're good. I'm glad they're back. I'm glad they're back. Yeah. Do and you it... think they'll with the because the guns kind of played with the you know the Briscoes a little bit? You know, they had to announce the dog collar match and all. Do you think the guns will invoke Briscoe's name to try to get heat for this program? You know, Ooh, no, I don't. Probably. I don't. Probably, I don't doubt that for a second. And I, I, feel, see like I feel like that's probably off limits. I don't know. I, well, maybe. I'm sure they're going to ask Mark, and I'm assuming if Mark signs off of it, it would be good. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And then 20 years later, we'll hear like what Vicky Guerrero's like. Well, I had to say yes because I wanted a job, but mm. <laughs> you mind if we talk about Eddie being in hell? <laughs> I had to say yes. Had to say yes. It's um speaking. This is a really random aside, but so Dominic. Uh, has been invoking Eddie's name a little bit and doing like the I'm your poppy stuff and yeah. all. And... Oh yeah, and Vicky did say something. I saw that quote. Well, Vicky did on Facebook. She said, "You're in. You're not supposed to invoke his name." Blah blah blah. And then Shawl uh, Guerrero got involved. Uh, Whoa! You know, I didn't know about all this. Yeah, I don't know about this. This was all on Facebook. So I just read something and they showed the screenshots on Facebook. So Vicky, uh, I guess, commented on Facebook. Uh, that no, Dom's being disrespectful. Eddie would not approve. Eddie would not approve of this. And then Shaw got involved. And was like, yeah, this is completely disrespectful. My father. Uh, but then Dominic went. Dominic had an interview recently. Um, 
and he said, oh, yeah, we talked to Vicky and blah, blah, blah. Like, he kind of broke character and said, so part of me thinks the Facebook was a work or maybe part of me thinks it's not, a, it's it's a work in that it's going to lead to maybe, because Vic, Vicky's no longer under AEW contract Yeah, now. she just left. It uh, might lead to Vicky showing up on um, uh, uh, WWE TV. Vicky maybe. versus Dominic? Yeah, <laughs> she'll probably she'll probably do better than him. In a, in a, yeah, I think Dominic. <laughs> you got to put Vicky over two falls strictly <laughs> on 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 main event. W uh, main event on Hulu. You know, whatever their uh, the main event of main event. I still think it's wild. Do you think we still need recap shows? Like recap shows were great back in the day because there was no rewatching or DVRing or VCRing, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Like. They have these shows and like I put them on the network or the Peacock, whatever, to see what they're all about. And it's like all it is is what happened on Raw. I'm like, I'm like, you could well, watch Raw. Raw. This is irrelevant. And Hulu does a shortened. If you watch the Raw replay in Hulu, it's already a shortened version. Yeah. yeah. Um. But uh, you know, so the reason I bring up Shaw, I'll mention this. You know, for we since we have a little few minutes, um, Shaw is actually lives in Chicago. Um, oh, interesting. Oh, because what's Shawl, from Chicago? Yeah. And and Shaw does burlesque uh, in Chicago. Shaw yeah. goes by um, the name Miss Nixon. It's funny. I know quite a few burlesque. Oh, I didn't know what she had. I didn't know her name. Yeah, Miss Nixon. Um, and uh, funny enough, funny my girlfriend actually is taking classes from Shaw and has taken classes from Miss Nixon and wow. was at a show recently that Miss Nixon was at and she was just like, yeah, I know you want to come to this show because you want to like wear your Eddie Guerrero t-shirt and go meet her. I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't I wear my, of course I'm going to wear my Eddie Guerrero t-shirt. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother during the last show, but maybe afterwards I'd be like, Hey, I just want to, and I, I legit want to go up to her and just be like, you know, thank you for everything that your family's done for entertaining me all these years. Yeah. Just something quick like that. I really wish, I really wish Shaw would have worked out with the WWE. Yeah. Um, I know there was a couple NXT things with her, uh, but then she was doing some stuff with uh, Wow Women of Wrestling. That's more recent, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. So Shaw's kind of not. She's she still. She has her fingerprints in the industry. I I would love for her to maybe come back with this new era of NXT, or maybe do something, maybe get involved in this Dominic Ray storyline. That's kind of what I think is. That would be good. Great. Yeah, it'd be uh, great to see Shaw on TV. Yeah, there was like rumors a few years ago that Shaw Guerrero. Teal Piper and another f- famous daughter, I think DDP's daughter, yeah, Lexi Nair. We're gonna like yeah. start a promotion or do, do do something. I forget what exactly. I would love to see Teal. Oh my god, you have Shawl and Teal tag team, like in like a like a female legacy type thing. Yeah, I, yeah, Teal's pretty good too. She's on dark and stuff sometimes. Now, did anyone watch? Was any like? Did they get reports of the dark matches? I'd, I'd be curious to see how Teal did. I don't know to tell you the truth. I didn't see. I just saw that she was there. Yeah, I just like, thought she was there too. And they had to announce. It was why do they have to announce? I'm like, no, they should announce. It's and it was in Portland. Oh, um, like it was. It was the one of the AEWs in Portland. Portland, excuse me, Portland. Uh, Portland. Did you see Portland? They did, <laughs> Portland is uh, Portland. That's, yeah. that's a Xavier. I think that might be a town in Florida. Actually, I think Portland. <laughs> Portland. Portland. There is a parkland down here, so yeah. Yeah, there's a parkland. Um, well, wait, that's not where the shooting was, right? That's a different. That park. was where the shooting was. Oh, that was in Florida. Oh wow! Yeah. I live I like 15 minutes away. Wow! Woof. Crazy. Yeah, very sad. Yeah. We just had the anniversary a few uh, a few weeks ago. Oh, Ar Fox and Top Flight lost to the Jericho Appreciation Society. Of not course. Much- 
not much to say about that. Like a, like a tune-up match, probably, right? So that they look strong or something. Yeah, just to kind yeah, of get tell them the story over. too, right? Well, yeah, that... to tell the story, get them over. Yeah, start the yeah. Uh, the feud with House of Black. Ar Fox is great. Oh, that's right. Yeah, after the match, that, okay, so it was a mechanism out. for that. It was House serving that. Yes, you're right. You're right, right. Yeah. So after the match, Jericho called the House of Black, and then uh, the lights went out, but they came back on. And the Elite came out, or something like that happened. And the elite came out, and Kenny's basically like, "Hey Jericho, I've stayed out of your lane for the past two years. Stay out of my lane this time." Mm-hmm. And then the House of Black, the lights went out, and the House of Black was there. And they're like, "You want a title shot? We'll see you next week." And then we'll the, see you next the lights week. went out, and they came back on, and they were gone. That would be like a triple. They've never really had a triple threat trios match. Well, well, he oh, was looking did. at Jericho when he said it, so I don't know if it'll be a triple threat match or just two. two it two. is. It's confirmed. A triple threat? It's announced, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, for okay. Dynamite. And for okay. Dynamite. And for Dynamite in Winnipeg. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, we've never had a triple threat trios match. Honey Khan's a genius. Yeah. Like, that I, that's something cool. you could have saved for double or nothing. But, like, man, to do that in Winnipeg, oh, and Jericho, do they take it? Do we, do we, do we hot shot it again? Do we change nah. it up again? Or, or do the Bucks and Kenny go over? Who knows? I don't know, but I'm. It'll, be, I'm, it'll, I'm it'll definitely be good. But though. has 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 Jericho won while he while Jericho has been in AEW? Has he had a big win in Winnipeg? I don't. I, don't I think, think so. this is their first time in Winnipeg. Yeah, see, so you know, you could do a schmaz finish or something with a triple though. You could do something wacky. It is Jericho. It is the that, that's going to be the main event. That has to be the main event. Has right? to be the main event. Oh yeah, if Wardlow versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Oh, right, Kenny's from Winnipeg. Sorry, I'm sorry. My apologies. Kenny is from Winnipeg as well, right? Yeah, yeah. So you have from, double yeah. Winnipeg boys. Oh my gosh! It, first ever Dynamite in Winnipeg, and it's a triple threat. My God, that's going to be Don Callis had the tre- most tremendous line of all time. He said, "Jericho, you're not even the best wrestler from Winnipeg." Hell, if you gave me a couple months of train, you'd be the third best. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. Kenny's number and his, one. And Callis is from Winnipeg, too. Yeah, I'm yeah, he is. Yes, yeah, because yeah. Kenny, uh, he knew Kenny since Kenny was a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so that's, it, it, that better be the main event. You know, It should week. be, and it's, yeah. it's going to be great. And I think that it's super smart having Jericho, Guevara, and Garcia, like that. So you're elevating, yeah. That's yeah. a good, you know, little pocket of that that you know appreciation society. Yeah, that I'm is, not I ready. I think it's good that Garcia. I thought, you know, we all knew, like, like during the whole um, um, when you had Garcia fighting for the Ring of Honor uh, title, like you thought, like, oh, he's going to turn because he's not a yeah. fan of Jericho bringing dishonor. I'm, I, w- I wanted him to turn, but I, I think it's too. good he's still with him. I, I did too. I think it's fine that he's there. You know, there's going to be the eventual turn eventually, you know, yeah. but I think for right now with Jericho's profile, this is great for Daniel Garcia. Give him, give him. Big, uh, I know. agree and, completely. You know, and Guevara and Garcia are going to get great, um, you know, heat reaction or just good. They're going to get, they're going to get a good profile in Winnipeg of all places. So that's going to be good. Yeah. You know, yeah, showcase. Gonna and right. a good showcase for house of black too. I think, I think it's great that they won then. Cause then you get this triple then, you know, it's It's going to make the new, new guys look good as well. You're I'm, right. I'm because if house of black lost, it would make no sense for them to be involved. No. So this is good. It's good, man. It's yeah, good. No, it is. It really is. Uh, like, I don't want to be there for that. That, that would be a good match to be in person. Next up, be... we had the president of all elite wrestling telling us, in honor of 
Shit, what movie was it? Oh, Shazam. It oh, yeah. oh, it's a Shazam. corporate thing for Shazam. Yeah, it's a corporate, yeah. AEW is going to change the name of the title that's been around for six months. The All-Atlantic title is now going to be known as the International. Or nine months. Yeah, because it debuted in May, right? Or June. Yeah, that makes so, sense, like, yeah. I guess. Yeah, about like yeah. nine months, yeah. You know, a lot of people on Twitter, I was looking on Twitter, a lot of people are very, very happy about this change. I personally like the name All-Atlantic better because I feel like it's it's original. Yeah, I hate change too. So I'm like, come I on, man. It's like, why would you change the name of a belt? It's and a, what's it's the a, point? Right, it's right. Too, it, it's too, we, we, we're changing belts. We've been adding belts. I feel like there's a lot of that in this company in the last nine months. So it, what, yeah. I think it's the fans. I, th- I can see why you guys are burned out on the change. From a strategic point of view, the fact that they fight all over and they've, they've I mean, they, he was going, wasn't Pac going to like Japan with it or something? Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be yeah, more Japan's than... not on the Atlantic Ocean. So yeah, I it's in Pacific. So the international sense. title. Yeah, and they have to go to Australia, you know. And, I just think yeah. international title, when you have intercontinental title like that, maybe it's a little bit like, oh, what, inter- international house of titles? Like, you're going to have, like, <laughs> you're going to make a lot, you're going to see a lot of those memes on Twitter, the international. Oh, yeah. I gotta make that meme now before anybody yeah, else does. Yeah. We'll make you an episode. Be the, uh, be the be the first, Sam Medina. Take it. Do an episode cover with the IHOP thing. <laughs> oh, That'd <yeah>. be cool. <laughs> um, but it makes more sense, you know. I I do think uh, whoever holds the title should be fighting globally. Like I really like what Pac. I really like what Pac did. I think Pac was a good inaugural champion. I hope. Yeah. Um, I know Orange Cassidy maybe doesn't get to do that a ton, but I hope that this title continues to be the traveling title. That's something that no promotion has had for like what, since the NWA title in the eighties. So like, yeah, be the, be the traveling promotional title. Like, I like the concept of going to different indie companies around the world. Yeah. If you can't go to impact or WWE, go to like indie, Pro. go to like, it, it will evolve actually. Yeah. Evolve. WWE doesn't own evolve anymore. They're not showing the evolve stuff. Yeah. You know, what's crazy is a couple of years ago, they were supposed to do a TV show called NXT evolve and it never happened. I th- well, I think some of that was Triple H wanted to do it and other people. Oh yeah, you're probably right. Mustache Mac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want these carnival workers on my stream. <laughs> Earlier today, I got off work and I was in the kitchen talking to my wife, and I was like just super kicking the air, you know, just for fun of it. And <laughs> she was like, "Didn't didn't slapping the leg get banned at one point?" I was like, "Oh yeah, Vince just found out about it and banned it." Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. He he found out about it like in 2019 or 2020. Yeah. And he's like, no more of this. Like they've been some places like in the 70s, you know. Shawn Michaels did it for fucking 20 years. Yeah. yeah. Vince just found out about it. Come on, dude. Yeah. I love it. I'm all for it. JR I hates it too. Yeah, slap those legs. Yeah, make it fuck it. And especially when they actually like pull it off and the camera angle's good and you can't really tell. Great. And even if I do see it, I don't fucking care. You know what I mean? Let let him slap some legs. Yeah, it never really bothered me a ton. Um, I mean, the, honestly, what really looks bad is some of those, especially early on in AEW when like the Dark Order was a mystery and that one guy was punching. Him. Oh, was, like that stuff, I think looks worse to me. Is the yeah? Wait, what was he doing? Was like, just the punches look really bad. You could, as oh, as dude. as the old school trainers would say, I don't want to be able to see the Holy Ghost in between your punches. Like, so. Yeah. Hell yeah! Don't punch punches. punches, but like 
just like sometimes good. like fan I'll watch like fan cam of like house shows and you can you know WWE does a really good job masking their 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 punches but on house show fan cams like you can see it a little bit so yeah um yeah for some reason punches just you know that throws me off more than uh, slapping your leg you know yeah I'm with you even like a like a quick Luthes press you know like even I think it was maybe Ruby Soho and Sky High or Sky High Sky Blue like I feel like <laughs> the you know it was just like just don't punch like just you know just because yeah. it doesn't look eh yeah and then it's like you know sky blue doesn't need to be punching you know yeah and you know those two really need to be she could do her technical shit her what's her 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 finisher is so cool ruby uh, or sky uh sky i don't even know what her finisher is is it laying on <laughs> her back for three seconds she does some weird fucking. It's almost like a like a Panama Sunrise, but like reversed. I don't know, dude. I don't. I think it's called Code Blue. Oh, she does that thing that John Cena does, where he like yes, it's like the back of your the back, back and... your arms on their leg, and they oh really? Flip. Yeah. And she rips that's it. right. I have seen her do that before. You're right. Yeah, that's a good finish. It. Yeah, yeah, she's cool. And it turns into like a sit down power bomb or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, coming up next, we had that interview, uh, that promo from Brian Danielson that we referred to earlier, where he was just like saying, Max was right. When I was in that move, I couldn't feel half my body. And I was thinking about not being able to play with my kids. And that's why I tapped out. And he finished the promo by saying, I'm going home. Crazy. Yeah. It was it was a good promo. And then he showed up on Raw. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the general manager again. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was just, now. Now he's the raw general manager because he was a SmackDown before, so a different, a different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to switch. And also, long hair, Brian. Small talk. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Or the after the bell. What is the thing called? That I think it's Curry? called Raw Talk, isn't it? I don't think there's Raw Talk. Um, they got rid of Talking Smack. Talking um, Smack. Uh, I mean, and who, after the they bell. had nobody to do it anymore. Did they get rid of WWE <laughs> backstage too? Yeah, um, yeah, that's gone. Oh yeah, that that went out during the pandemic. That, oh, that makes sense. I guess that, I remember CM Punk came back on that, and that was the last I remember hearing of it. And yeah. they they did a cool. There were a couple of cool moments like during the pandemic where they did like a SummerSlam '92 watch along with like. Oh wow! With, I really um, enjoyed a uh, promo class. Bro, yes, couple of the, like uh, Joe went up against Joe, um, uh, yeah. a fluffy Gabriel Iglesias. And Christian went up against somebody too. Yeah, Christian, uh, uh, David Arquette also went up against Booker T. That was fun. Oh, that uh, was, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was cool. That was fun. And I thought it was cool seeing P- Punk actually asked some really good questions. He famously asked um, Charlotte Flair, what would you, if you had to give Simone Johnson any advice, what would you give? Because you're a good example of being a daughter of a living legend and how you would go through, you know, just kind of setting yourself apart. So Punk asked really good questions of people. I thought, and Simone uh, or and Charlotte Flair said, uh, "Carry your drunk dad inside when he's passed out." <laughs> yeah, get, carry your drunk dad aside. Mar- <laughs> Mar- marry, marry, marry uh, a Mexican luchador. That's another. <laughs> yeah. uh, we had uh, the the Blackpool Combat Club taking on and defeating the Dark Order. Uh, this is kind of cool because, like we talked about earlier. This uh, Hangman Page is in the Dark Order, kind of. It's it's like keeping the feet an ally bit right? without having them be together right now. Yeah, yeah. So are yeah. there even where are, are who who all is wearing masks in the Dark Order still? Are they all with their masks. Evil Uno is I think the only one now, but he always had a mask even back in the day. Oh yeah, because uh, Preston Vance, Preston Vance was the last one before too. Okay. 
Yeah. And then and, and then, then I think Stu Grayson and John Skyler or John Silver, John Silver. Uh, they don't work there anymore, right? Silver still does. He I okay. think so he just was Grayson. in the match, maybe. But Stu Grayson definitely is not a part and of And also Grayson Alan Angels there. doesn't work there anymore. He was somebody too in the Dark Order. Yeah, he's gone too. He's on impact now. Yeah, he is. And John Silver, is he not is he injured right now? Is that why he's not um was who's he not in the, the who's the six man specifically? Oh he's in the match. Okay, sorry. Jeez. I'm pretty sure. I can't tell you who's in the dark order. <laughs> I could. We can't even tell. We can't even remember who was in the matches. <laughs> it was John Silver, Alex Reynolds, and uh, okay, yeah, and Hangman. Wait, no, no, not Hangman. Hangman. No, Hangman. no. This is uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. versus Moxley and Claudio. Okay, Wait, who's the third oh, one? Two, two, oh, is this two? Two versus, two versus two. That's right. Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't Sorry. know why I was under the impression it was a trio. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, uh, trios of the pay per view with Moxley or oh, with uh, with Yuta and Adam Page. Okay, at the pay per view. Probably, right? Maybe. We'll see. I mean, we're just speculating. Got a long time to build. That's what I love about AEW pay-per-views. That's why everyone feels so special. Because there's so much time in between, you know? Yeah, but it's like... You don't know what's going to make the... Yeah. But it's like they throw so much at you. It's like three months worth of one night. Yeah, and then they <laughs> they fucking announce it like the week before, you know. Oh like the, yeah, and then they that, take the, that's the thing too. Yeah, and they I put the live match on the dynamite on the dynamite show. Boo, bastard! But I guess I mean this show's already way way too stacked. Yeah, probably for the best. Uh, false count anywhere match, street fight, Wardlow versus Hobbs, Powerhouse Hobbs. Hell yeah, Wardlow decided. Oh, we didn't mention earlier in the night. During Warlow's backstage promo, he's like, "I'm already dressed for it. Let's have a false count anywhere match." Yeah, FTR is gonna got, give me some clothes or something. Isn't that the line yeah. that he? Gave? Yeah, he, my friend gave me a shirt or something like that, Pretty and it was fun. an FTR shirt. He didn't mention who it was. Oh, he, oh, he didn't say it, but it was an FTR shirt he was wearing. Uh, a little callback to the pinnacle. To the pinnacle, yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is cool. They could have a good little three three person run. You'll probably see FTR and Wardlow and maybe like a dynamite match or something. You know? That'd be cool. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, this match was you know it was okay. They started off in the back, or were they in the parking lot? I think. And then they made their way to the ring, and at one point, uh, who was it that came out and started? Uh, was it was it Mark Sterling? No, not Mark Sterling. Who was QT Marshall? Oh, that's right. He was wearing a QTV shirt. He's Marshall. <laughs> and they were talking, because last week we talked about QTV. Hey. And oh, QT yeah. Marshall was wearing the QTV shirt. Right? Wow. Yeah. And I didn't even notice it, but the announcers talked about it. Yeah. He and he it. made that promise to to Hobbs months and months and months and months ago. You remember when they were kind of no, like... No, what was the promise? The promise was Hobbs had to like help the factory... I can't remember like logistics, right? But they needed Hobbs's help to get, you know, a win or whatever, or to eliminate somebody. And Hobbs is like, why should I help you? You know? And QT was like, well, we'll we got you. We'll get you. Like, dude, don't worry. So months and months and months and months, months go by. And then that's QT. That's the favor. Coming through oh, saying, I told okay. you, I got you. You know, I told you I'd have your back when you needed it. So returning the favor. Mm. If you will, long term storytelling, very yeah. long term. That, that's yeah. another cool aspect from AEW, which is intertwined with Hangman and the Dark Order, and then perhaps an eventual Hangman Elite reunion. We'll see. I don't know, but you know, I think like, they will. You know, right? It just come on. The, all the BTE stuff. Yeah, 
it writes itself, but they're, they're really good about the long-term storytelling. Also like, isn't like Kenny, aren't there rumors Kenny will like kind of break away from, you know, the, the tree kind of, you know, be a single star. So then it's like hangman with the elite and Kenny's the uh, odd man out or something. Yeah. Well, Kenny, Kenny's a face that you can feed to MJF, but then again, like, where do you go from there? Right. So mm-hmm. hopefully um, Kenny beats MJF for the title. Yeah. I, I like Kenny. I'm a Kenny guy. I'll yeah. take another run. He had a great run. If he renews his contract, isn't that also the rumor that he's made? He yeah, but I think AEW added more time to it due to his injury, like WWE did to Ray. Yeah, mm. I read about that too. Like six they months tried, or something. So They tried to he, do that with Brian Cage, and he said, nope. What? So Brian Cage is trying to leave? Yeah. Ring of I mean, Honor 2 or just AEW? He, he just wants to be a free agent and, like, test the waters. But apparently, like, WWE has interest in him. So, we'll see. They haven't used him the best, but they're using him again nobody, now. Nobody has. Yeah, that too. What He's never lived up to his full potential. Yeah. yeah. What can you do with him? He's kind he of... never won the TNT title, right? He just won the FTW title. Right? He yeah. Win. yeah. He, I don't think he won the FTW title. I think Taz handed it to him. As oh, Cage. he just handed it to him? I think so. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't... I don't remember exactly but i think taz is like here you go brother he like pulled it out of his pants or something i don't know <laughs> i don't know where he got it from taz hates us and then ricky starks wanted it and then hook wanted yeah i don't know about that title i don't know yeah it's is fun. that even a it's real fun it's... to have like a a non-section title yeah. yeah i mean it's a good and you know tony's a big taz mark like so you know wait 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 say that again but don't say taz <laughs> you fucking bar! <laughs> hey, that gave MJF a raise. You got a raise oh, yeah. because of that he said. I mean, storyline, of course. Storyline. I mean, we don't know what the real conversation was. We'll never know what the real worked. But like, uh, yeah, I get, wasn't it like Tony just told him to go out there and say something in a few? But then he went too far, and they had to they had to have a conversation. <laughs> That was. I also uh, love in that promo. If you go back and listen, like he, it turns like he, he's looking at the camera and he goes, "Don't count me down," and then it, it does actually count him down. Like it, yeah, it yeah. goes out on like that black. So it's like a worked like, "Don't count me down," but they work. Oh, and he's oh wow, that's funny, that's funny. And uh, Rick Flair said when he's like, "Hey, you shut up, fat boy!" Like he's just making people up. Yeah, you know stuff like that. It's funny how they work us. Love it. I I used to be really good friends with uh, a guy that like hosts a radio station or whatever, and he referred to radio as theater of the mind, and I really like that. Wow, yeah, really makes you think. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, that's AEW, you guys. Woo! I feel like we gave birth to an AEW fan <laughs> with this whole yeah. podcast. Somebody's gonna. Somebody's it was gonna... it was almost as long as the pay per view <laughs> <laughs> with pre show. With pre-show. Great job, Tony Khan and all involved. Yes, some of a bitch. It was good. It was really good. Yeah. I think right now this is uh, one of the better uh, shows of the year. You know? yeah, yeah, I'm really excited about that that triple threat trios match. I didn't even that realize it was a triple threat match. I just thought I thought Elite was just going to have to wait their turn. Yeah, and don't they get an automatic rematch clause? I could have sworn that Tony Khan said uh, AEW doesn't do that. Oh, okay. But then people think- like, but Who then people it? have Somebody been like, but you're yeah, higher in the have. rankings because you just lost too, right? Ah. So you're still like, you know, like, isn't that how that it works? Sense. I don't know how the rankings work. Data. And then another thing that bothers me is how they say uh, that their win and loss record resets at the end of the year. So then yeah. how is Jade Cargo 53-0? Yeah. 
Yeah. So wait. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of things that I I don't understand about how like how they make it to a sport, you know. But whatever. So whatever. wins, losses, reset at the end of the year. But she's maybe because she's undefeated. All time. I mean, they keep track of all time wins and losses too. So that's her. Oh, all they time. do have yeah. that. That's probably what it is. It's yeah. all time. Because I know that sometimes like. Uh, like uh, Sky Blue came out, or you know, somebody was like, "Twenty twenty three, two and zero, all time." You know, ten and a hundred or whatever. Yeah, and sometimes on TV they don't show all time; they just show twenty twenty. Yeah, just this year. That's how you protect people. You don't want you don't want like fucking some job. Yeah. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I'm excited, you guys. I'm excited to see who the Canadian female wrestler is. That's gonna be fun. I'm just excited to see Jade Carter wrestle. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, me too. Yeah, no, Jade Cargill is definitely like getting minutes. slept on. That's for sure. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't into Jade Cargill until probably about recently. But like, Man. she, she's got a look. She's like really good in the ring. Her promos are really strong. Like, she good, is yeah. an incredible wrestler. And like, I know it might be sound cliche, but I can't wait to see her go to WWE one day. Probably, she's an attraction, man. She, yeah, she, she is. Look at her, you know, in the ring, out of the ring. She's got the look. She's gotten progressively better over you know the past the last 53 matches <laughs> yeah yeah you know i'm with you dude I, I didn't give a fuck i was like oh whatever and then after just promo after promo like i'm like oh you know i get it like you know once you kind of get it once it clicks, yeah yeah and that, now i like desire to see her more often so and now she's not there and now Man. she's not there thanks tony so yeah and hey maybe it's all by design maybe she's hurt maybe they're just waiting for a chris statlander who knows yeah, we'll see. She'll be a hundred. She'll be one hundred to know by then. One hundred to know. Make it special. Make her yeah. a female Goldberg. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Jenny what do you get? Ninety-one wins before he lost. Cargill. No, he had like one hundred and seventy-seven. I think. Did he? Oh, I think it was a worked number, though. Yeah, I think it I was. I feel like too. I heard Bischoff say, like, we lost count after whatever. So eventually he's like, 75. In fact, I don't know if you guys remember this, uh, but like in 2000, Sid was doing the Millennium Man gimmick where he was uh, exaggerating his wins. And he was like, <laughs> like one week he was like, 1 0. The next week he was like, 12 0. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. What good times. Time. Hell yeah. All right, you guys. You want to? Uh, you guys want to plug your social media? Let's get the heck out of here. Get the heck out. Um, yeah, Pratik Comedy at Pratik Comedy on Instagram, PratikComedy.com. I will be posting my dates. If you're coming into town for WrestleMania, uh, I do have some shows that weekend, and also on the Monday, Tuesday after. So if you're coming to town, check me out. I'm also uh, on the road as well. So check me out and support this fucking podcast. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, that's my part. I was still guitar strumming for the from the intro. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Xavier Ven- or Lord Xavier. You can find me on Twitter at Xavier Venom. Smash the link tree. Uh, depending on when the show drops, it's dropping tomorrow, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's called Kayfabe, brother. But I usually put it up like <laughs> I'll, I'll put it up to where, like brother. <laughs> it'll drop Cut like at midnight. It drops at like brother. midnight, eleven fifty-five tonight. So. Like, first thing tomorrow morning, it'll be in people's phones. Okay, cool. So I'm going to hold off on my announcement. Um, Ooh. So, yeah, click the link tree and uh, support this podcast. No, actually, this podcast will come up for about four weeks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the it'll come out, out, you know, it'll come out the week of Double or Nothing. I'm <laughs> like Tony Khan, you know. I'm like, I have a special announcement. 
<laughs> next episode. Next episode. Yeah. So tune in but, if you want to hear about my. Hey, one. actually, Xavier, when you when you give the announcement, you should have Adam Cole do it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna like FaceTime my friend. Well, it doesn't fucking matter because I can't see. But I'll just yeah. call my friend and then I'll Put have him speakerphone. Yeah, yeah. Like we have a special guest to announce my special thing. <laughs> it's <laughs> professional You're friends with Adam Cole. That's horse swoggle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you can find me at Funky San Medina across the board. Uh, everything else is at hypotheticalcomedy.com, and that's a wrap, y'all. That's a wrap. Take Peace. your shit out of your car. Yeah, yes. take your shit in your car. Musicians, comedians, uh, wrestlers. Any touring act. Any touring act. Do not leave Even your regular car. ass people, man. My yeah, don't leave your fucking her, shit in uh, car. My boss, Mello Job, she got her car broken into, lost all her shit. And it mm-hmm. just sucks. It just sucks. Yeah, it's sad. Sorry, Wardlow. We're making light. But to all our friends out there, uh, let it be a lesson to you. Bring all your yeah. shit in. And bands that are on tour, if you're at a hotel or if you're staying at a friend's house, bring your fucking gear in. Because, you know, there are assholes in the world. So There are assholes. Lots of them. More, more assholes than not. And on that note, hell yeah. Keep listening. Bye. None of you keep guys listening. are assholes, I swear. Yeah, love you.